Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Is it me, Amanda Garcia? <laughs> Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Pirates are going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And we are back full speed better than ever on facebook live and youtube thanks to the work of wes hines the big dog university pc care optimum we've all uh, got our ducks in a row so we are with you on facebook live and youtube if you guys would like to chime in on today's program you can do so there or twitter you got a question for one of our players inside the delcor players lounge you can ask it and we will pass that along to Garrett Saylor, Carter Spivey, and Josh Groves, who will join us later on in today's show. Saylor and Spivey coming up at 4 o'clock. Josh Groves at 5 o'clock on the Delcor Players Lounge. So get a question in for those guys. East Carolina coming off a series win over the weekend against the Tulane Green Wave. A lot of baseball on Saturday. We'll recap that throughout today's show. We'll also check in with Double B, Brian Bailey, coming up at 325. we got a lot of baseball talk coming up. We've got some football talk for you as well. We'll update you on where all the Pirates sign undrafted free agent deals over the weekend following the NFL draft. And a little basketball news, too as a couple of commits from Mike Schwartz have become official signings. So a little bit of everything coming up on today's program. We got Shirley Rhodes in Studio B alongside Chandler Honeycutt, the big dog here as well. How we doing today, folks? What's up, Clipper? Pretty good. Good to hear. You asked me what's up? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm glad to be just... uh, back going again i know it, I've, it's a lot so, of work a lot of frustrations yeah friday was frustrating for sure in terms of being frustrated but we are if back any. we're back on youtube we're back on facebook live so uh it's great to be back we're back baby look at us we're and we, back. we've already got a lot of folks chiming in as well and i'll tell you what we'll, we'll start with that we'll start with you on this monday and then get to our ecu notes and other news and notes in the sports world uh eric chiming in on youtube says everybody loves burgers that is true eric everybody does indeed love burgers everybody in the world especially good burgers from tiebreakers especially bram anderson he really loves burgers pike is tuned in listening in north myrtle beach and he's already liked the show so we appreciate that our guy randolph randolph ain't seen you in a while man where you been on wednesday nights randolph come see us at aj's we miss you he says good afternoon guys and shirley hit those likes another interception thrown by dax by dax recovered by the 49ers and he also said glad to see the pirates on track with two wins this weekend and adds a boom boom fellas (laughs) boom boom bring that back too all right we've got a comment on youtube and facebook regarding equipment the equipment sale Uh uh let's start with robert on facebook who says shirley what grinds your gears more (laughs) 
a family <laughs> reunion at the equipment sale or vehicle doors open at the drive-thru i'll hang up and listen to your rant <laughs> all right so what do you got vehicle doors open at the drive-thru although family reunion very close second there was a family reunion at the uh at the equipment sale let's just say that there are some folks that don't know the concept of if you're going to wait in line i'm the type of i'm a pretty lenient person i really am um and i'm pretty patient to a degree but when you start infringing on that patience then i'm gonna you know i'm gonna say something and uh, we had an incident in uh, the equipment line where, I first of all, I arrived two and a half hours early. So you're there at 9.30. Yes, sir. And I was not the first person in the line. Uh, there were quite a few people ahead of me. Not too many, but, you know, a few. And I had someone who was ahead of me in line. And after a while, um, some people came up. But these were youngsters, so I thought, okay, no big deal. It's just a family. And then a third person showed, then a fourth, and a fifth, and a sixth. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. No, 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 no. And, you know, and I'm not trying to be ugly about it, but here's the rule. The rule is if you get there early enough, then you have solidified your spot in line. Now, this is old hat for me. I bring my chair. You know, I brought a snack. You're a veteran of the game. Yes. So I've I've set up camp. And um, I, I was starting to get very irritated uh, to the point where I was just like, this is, this is ridiculous. You can't have a family reunion. This is how it works, folks. If one person is in line and that person's family member shows up, you get... If you're in front of me, you get a max three. <laughs> All right. There, and that yeah, has yeah. to include a child. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you start bringing up friends, brothers, Adults, in-laws, yeah. you know, third cousins, fourth cut. No. If you can't get there the same time as the person that is in front of me. Back of the line. Back of the line, folks. Back of the line. Because then that, the line, that defeats the purpose of getting there two and a half hours early if people are just going to cut in front of you. And, you know, look, we're all adults here. But that was ridiculous. Ridiculous. You know, I I just don't have patience for that, especially because, you know, I had a long day ahead of me. You know, the equipment sale was the first thing I had to do that day. But I did get most of what I wanted. All right. Well, this brings us to Jamie's question on YouTube. How'd the equipment sale go? <laughs> What'd you get? Ask the guy in the front who just, oh, that was, that was ridiculous. I'm not. I'm not trying to call people out, but there are some people that are just a tad overzealous. What did you get? Three pairs of shoes. Three pairs Um, of shoes. Yes, three pairs of shoes. Look for the prices that they were offering. I'm not. I'm not turning that for for a price that I would have paid in a normal shoe store for one pair. I got three. Is that one of them right there? Yep, I got a new pair on right now. Oh, I saw um, those. Fresh yes. out the box. Yeah. Fresh right out the box. And um, so I got three pairs of shoes. I got a pair of tearaway pants, warm-up pants. Oh, man. I need some. We need those for the watch Um, Two pairs of uh, women's game shorts. Oh. Women's basketball game shorts. Nice. Um, I got my goddaughter a uh, softball jersey. I couldn't find her number, but I did find, find one in her size, so I just grabbed that. Man, you racked up. 
Well, unfortunately, I wanted more, but uh, a lot of it got picked clean before I ever got there. And mind you, I was probably maybe the 10th or 15th person in line. Maybe so, we should do like, uh, maybe, a, I, don't, I don't know. I, it's not fair, but it's kind of fair to everyone. Maybe do an items limit or that's what, what about a time limit? I, like I really, well, minutes. items limit, I think with certain items, yes, um, because they had eight football helmets. I know one person in particular ran away with two. And when I say ran, I literally mean that. Um, you know, I think in, with certain items, there should be a limit. And I think like football helmets, uh, there there's no baseball gear. There's usually never baseball gear. But there are certain items I think you should have a limit on. But And then there are other items I don't think should have a limit on them. So I, I don't know how you fix it. But, yeah. you know, it it did become quite a bit of a free-for-all for a little bit there. Chad says, is this uh, the unwritten rule of waiting in line etiquette? I yes. would say so. I think yes. three yes. people yes. Is, uh, is pretty generous, but anything beyond that is, you know, It's too just much. downright rude, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, Especially you Especially for the people that have been waiting there for so yeah, long. Yeah, I mean, because then what's the point of going and waiting if you're going to be a, a placeholder for eight other people? I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. So, and especially if you're cutting in front of me, you know, that's not going to make make me feel very good. Well, it happens everywhere. Jack said he had the same thing happen in line at the Dogwood Festival. Oh, well, you know, There's that damn, doesn't, that doesn't, farm sur- billions. <laughs> By yeah, the way. doesn't surprise me though. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this. Uh, was, was that Robert Matthews that asked the question? Yes. Uh, okay. Well, I will say this. Robert was very kind. I had my hands full and I had gotten into line to pay for my, my gear. And Robert was extremely kind. He took all of my stuff and held it for me while we stood in line. That's nice. So I, I will give him a big shout out because he was very kind because I was a little flustered. And uh, and he helped me out. So thank you, Robert. I appreciate that very much. Very cool. Very cool. By the way, I some people might say that I don't know Jack, but I know Jack. I met Jack. Uh, Jack Dover? Jack Dover. Oh, okay. This was Jack Bowen. Oh. Jack! That's my brother right there. But I did meet Jack Dover finally. The real Jack Dover? The real Jack Dover. All right. And he looked oh, exact, so he exists. And, and, he, I, and I remembered who he was because he's the same guy that shouted me out in, uh, in line last year. Oh, okay. Uh, for the, one of the regional games. But oh, I that's did cool. See Jack. Cool. Neat story. All right. Jamie says, Chandler, you only have money for one. Are you choosing a new Bryce Young jersey or an equipment sale item? That's a good question. See, I'm not a big jersey guy. Mm-hmm. I only have one jersey, and that's Luke, Luke Kuechly. Kuechly. And my thing about jerseys is that I'm afraid that people are going to go to a different team. So the, the thing about yeah. Luke, the Luke Kuechly one was given to me. Smart. And he's always been a Panther. So. That is my advice to people who want to be jersey guys. I know you want to wear the hot new player's jersey, but best thing to do, get a guy that's already retired from your team. Mm-hmm. You'll never have to worry about him playing for another team. I would probably go equipment sale to answer the question. I might want to get like a football helmet or something. Not a jersey guy, but you're a helmet guy. Are you going to wear the helmet around? No. You can wear it to football games. It's a good, yeah, yeah. When you're doing your TikToks in the stands, yeah. celebrating, dancing, looking like a fool, <laughs> looking like uh, a broke down Jake Hunter. <laughs> 
which is my favorite new ecu baseball tradition yes and i love when he's in the bullpen and he has to sprint all the way down and then dance it's awesome he did it uh twice at the game i was at <laughs> late saturday uh while where the pirates won the series finale by uh hitting a lot of home runs in that game finally got the bats going east carolina took two of three from tulane over the weekend to run their record to 31 and 13 nine and six in conference and that home record moves to 26 and three on the year just incredible lost their third home game on saturday but uh were able to win two this weekend one in dramatic come from behind fashion that was played on friday night and saturday afternoon and then they won uh, another one in the nightcap. We'll be talking to Garrett Saylor, Carter Spivey, and Josh Gross coming up later on in today's show on the Delcor Players Lounge. All right, um, polls. You know, the, this is two weeks in a row where East Carolina did not have a winning week. They had a losing week the previous week and a 500 week this week. But the polls uh, kind of stay pat. East Carolina is 14 in the d1 poll east carolina is 13 in the baseball america poll uh we'll talk to we'll talk some baseball with mully coming up on tuesday and, and we were talking rpi yesterday and i don't you folks can give your opinion on it from a not on the field thing from a numbers from a computer standpoint what is more important right now as far as numbers to look at for east carolina when it comes to getting a top 16 Maybe still winning enough to get a top eight like they did last year. But for East Carolina to host a regional, what number are you following closer? And maybe you're not following at all. You just want to see them win on the field and don't care about the rankings and polls like the players. But it's something for us to talk about. I enjoy looking at polls. It's not the end-all, be-all. But are you looking at the polls or are you looking at RPI? Because RPI, I think, has East Carolina in the upper 20s right now while the polls have east carolina in the teens and in that top 16 so what do you what in your opinion what is more important right now let us know what you're looking at when it comes to ecu baseball and how you are feeling at this point in the season all right uh jamie says who've made sports center did he man i wish i could i don't want to see it i wish i could hear it though all right college baseball tulane east carolina and Brennan Lambert flies one to left field. Lane Hoover comes from center. Wow. 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 Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes, Lane. Yes. King Slay. (laughs) Slay King. It's like they watched that they saw that clip for the very first time. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, what do we got here? Wow, Baseball highlight. Lil Lane. Uh, what a, that what dude, a catch, man. That dude had some hops. Like, he got up there. The biggest, all right, the catch was crazy, of course, but the ground he had to cover to get there oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. was unbelievable. He got that, like, he was in center field. So, who was so, playing left at that moment? That was Luke Nowak. Okay, so Luke Nowak, who is known for his speed, ranges over, and I'm thinking, okay, well, he's he's trying to gauge the ball. And at first, you see when the camera shot is following the ball, you don't see Lane Hoover, and all of a sudden, he comes out of nowhere. You know what it looked like? What did it look like? Amax home run 
against Texas where it bounced out of the gloves. <clears throat> yeah. The two outfielders kind of converged on one another. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, because I you're right, Shirley. Nowak was going towards it. Lane flies in late and they're kind of coming together. But uh I guess center fielder has priority, has the call. Lane uh, must have called him off and makes the play. And we we s- need we need to ask him next week if he called him off. <laughs> yeah, was there any communication going on? And we've seen his hops, not during the game, but post game when he does the jungle jumps when the guys in left field with the megaphones, like he gets up there. And we saw that yesterday during that play. I mean, Lane Hoover has got white men can jump, and that white man is Lane Hoover. Jamie says, is he the shortest on the team? Is he the shortest on the team? He's the shortest adult in Greenville. <laughs> oh, I got Shirley choked up on that one. Uh-huh, sorry. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, did, he's uh, literally scared to go to Walton Academy. <laughs> Walk in there. They, Chandler, they, they get in class. Get in Ch- class, kid. Chandler met the Hoovers this weekend. I was walking out of the game on Saturday, and once again, I heard... Clippo the hippo, and it was Lane Hoover's dad. Diddy. Thanks, thanks, Mister Hoove. Uh, he is a short fella, but makes up for it in ups, heart, grit, determination, athleticism, want to, all of the above. Fantastic catch! How many robbed dingers is that for ECU this year? At least three. JJC had one in Houston. I believe it was JC. Uh, Lane had his this weekend. I want to say Carter that. Cunningham. There was two in one inning. Right. Yeah. Carter Cunningham had one in right field, which was about like the one yesterday. He had to reach over the fence and get the ball. And then it was Riley Johnson. Riley Johnson made a crazy catch because he got hurt in the process. I think we have at least four that East Carolina has brought back into the yard which will make the pitchers very happy. And we'll talk to those guys coming up later in the show about the amazing amount of robbed home runs this year. And that's at least the lane second because he had one in center field too. I want to say he had his the same inning as Carter Cunningham had, had had his. I could be wrong. But I do remember the one that Riley Johnson made in center field. And he got hurt, unfortunately, but it was a crazy catch. All right. Johnny says... I felt like in the second two-lane game, the PA announcer came out flat and set the tone for the Pirate Batters. Now, I don't know. I'm a, Is it Johnny Stats? Yeah. I'm not Wait. sure if he's trying to insult me. I did the third game, but it was the second full game. I wasn't at that game where East Carolina got shut out. Oh, I thought you were no i did the last one the win buddy all i do is win win win, win, no matter what i set the tone (coughs) when i came in i did let people down on saturday on late saturday night on our 10th strikeout no chicken leg you didn't say it did you well i said it i read the script but i didn't go crazy with it man have you been told to stop no it was the third out of the inning so and it was going into the bottom of the seventh which is uh take me out of the ball game hamden farms peanut toss seventh inning stretch uh winner read so i had to do a lot of reading that half inning so i was like man i guess i just need to go ahead and, and get right to it how do you usually do it 
It's chicken leg time. My plan this time was why did the pirate cross the road to get a free chicken leg from <laughs> fill in the blank of the uh, the place. All right. Uh, let's see. Is this... Oh, okay. This is uh, a potential guest coming up uh, this week on the show. By the way, let's talk football real quick. I believe we're going to get Noah Henderson on the show nice. at some point this week because he just got back with me. Ryan Jones will join us coming up on Tuesday's Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to him as the former ECU tight end uh, signed a free agent deal, undrafted free agent deal with the Giants. Noah Henderson with Bills Mafia. Keaton Mitchell, undrafted, but signs a free agent deal with the Baltimore Ravens. And then you can't write this. Holden Aylers and C.J. Johnson tied at the hip forever go from Conley to East Carolina to Seattle as they both sign free agent deals with the Seattle Seahawks. That is a cool, neat story. It's like part of the deal. If one of them signs a deal, it's like, all right, Holton's got to come with you. Or if it's Holton, he's like, all right, C.J.'s got to come with you. So they just can't get away from each other. What what about a story about two guys that played – had successful careers at D.H. Conley here locally in Greenville at East Carolina. Now they have a chance to make some noise in the NFL on the same team. So uh, I was talking to some gentlemen about this yesterday. It was the last time two guys played on the same high school, college, and pro team. And I something clicked in my brain like I've seen this before. And I Googled <laughs> it up to make sure, and I did find it. Um so uh, one other case of this happening it might be more than just one but oj simpson and bronco driver al cowlings were high school college and pro teammates al cowlings had uh oj's back through and through the whole time ac uh just passing along facts folks passing along the facts does cj or holton drive a bronco just curious (laughs) (laughs) if so sell it and get a new vehicle because i don't like the parallels here uh but just found that interesting oj and ac that's it uh what'd you think of nobody no pirates getting drafted everybody was wrong last week when we did uh when i asked my over under one and a half i mean i i was sitting there saturday i was sitting there glued to the tv or to my laptop just knowing that keaton mitchell's name was going to be up there um because i remember thinking to myself all right he's got to be coming up soon because keaton's not the biggest guy but uh deuce vaughn from kansas state who's like five 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 six got drafted to the dallas cowboys so i was like maybe they they can start the trend of small running backs maybe we could see keaton's name here soon and we never did so that was very surprising and uh you were naming off some of the guys that signed there was a name that you didn't mention um so that he had he still hasn't got signed uh isaiah winstead and i i I do believe that one of these teams in the nfl is going to come to their senses and they're going to sign isaiah winstead and he's going to do all he can to make a roster but he posted some videos over the weekend of him in practice and my gosh i mean we we saw we we don't need yeah to see i just it, don't get it. i i don't know man i i don't understand why he hadn't given you know i understand the uh the 40 time is not what teams want but turn on the film watch him uh just a very talented receiver and 
an extremely hard worker and uh, i did text with him a little bit yesterday and told him to uh that we're pulling for him and he said hey it's all part of the plan he's never been given anything and he's going to keep on fighting that was the thing that i yeah you know i said this last week i was talking to somebody and i said you know for all the nfl teams that think that whatever isaiah lacks in talent from a talent standpoint whatever they think is is what he lacks uh for them to to put him on their roster he does he certainly makes up for it with his work ethic that dude works really really hard at his craft and you know i remember one time you were talking with him um in the players lounge during football season you asked him you know what what would you want to do if you couldn't go and play in the nfl and he said well that's not an option you know that's all he wants to do is play in the nfl and you know i would think that somebody in the nfl some nfl team wants a player like that just if nothing else because it it provides an example of what you should be like you know for a guy that wants to play in the nfl i wonder uh, i'm interested to see what his next move is maybe he lands in another league maybe he keeps uh, trying to get his name out there to NFL teams, but we'll see. And uh, again, I was in contact with him. He's got his uh, his head high, and he's going to try to make. Well, good it, for so. him. And there's yeah. there's plenty of other options. The CFL, you've got, of course, the XFL, USFL. Um, am I missing any? I don't think I'm missing any. But e- either way, uh, the bottom line is, is somebody is going to wise up and pick him up, and they're going to be glad that they did. All right, so there is that. Also mentioned that uh, there are some official word now on the new basketball players that committed, and we talked about Cam Hayes, the transfer from LSU, and Callum Richard, high school big man, have officially signed. So uh, they will be uh, members of the East Carolina basketball team with the upcoming 23-24 season. So uh, more good news there, Michael Schwartz getting some more pirates on the boat for the upcoming baseball season and uh later on this calendar year so there you go all right uh anything else before we take our first break no but you saying in the boat get more pirates in the boat took me back to scotty montgomery days we got one in the boat in the boat in the boat those signing day videos were the best hey (laughs) scotty montgomery brought in some good talent here to east carolina he did he sure did I remember one of those guys that he announced in one of those videos was Kendall Futrell. Mm-hmm. He ended up being pretty good for I us. I like Kendall Futrell. Let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. BB, Brian Bailey joins us. We'll talk uh, everything we just talked about and more with Brian Bailey. A lot of ECU football news and notes. Nashad Stroder hitting the transfer portal. So an opening on the offensive line for East Carolina. They need to address some chatter of... Um, maybe tampering against some players going on that i was seeing on the message boards so the wild world of college athletics rolls on we'll talk about it with bb when we return pirate radio live on a monday back with you after this never seems enough for you you don't want to lose it
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the uh, mobile app and get delivery right to your home. Or you can save time and order ahead to skip the line and pick up your order from your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Braves and Mets are playing a slow-pitch softball game at City Field. It is <laughs> 9-7. Did you see uh, Ronald Acuna's uh, home run? I did. Upper deck, third row. Third deck. Or third deck, excuse me, front row. And some dude was chilling up there in the cheap seats. Yeah, wound up with the ball. Ball's hit right to him. Good for him. Uh, but it is 9-7, and the Mets are threatening two on with one out in the bottom of the seventh inning on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Her Chan Man hit up DeBuck this weekend. Yes, sir. Jake Sutton was uh, burning the house down. What Saturday kind of night. tunes was he playing out of his guitar? He was uh, strumming some country. Uh, the what? guitar man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Does he have his own tunes, or was he playing he classic plays, country hits? He was. He plays a little bit of everything. He plays his own originals too. So, but it was a great time as always at the Buck. The Buck, good stuff. Let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line and talk to Double B Brian Bailey, who joins us here on the program. BB, how you doing today, sir? Not too bad. How are you guys? Hey, we're doing good because we got our technical issues fixed. Oh, yeah. Just in time for the, just in time for the varsity. Your show is kind of like a test run for us, Bailey. We work out all the kinks. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. But game. the reason is you are such a professional. You can work with anything. Uh, I need it just right for me. So it, it, it really it's a compliment to you. Well, I appreciate that. appreciate that it was fun great show earlier today with jeff palumbo if you missed it uh, you can check it out when it re-airs at six o'clock or you can hear it right now on uh, facebook and youtube and also available in podcast form and the pirates coming off uh, a weird one bailey it had a regional feel to it just because of the long day on saturday and the weather but man the first ever triple header at clark leclerc on saturday yeah that was crazy and that was you know, I really found it interesting to talk to Coach Palumbo to find out some of the, you know, the ins and outs of, of you know, what happens in a situation like that. As he was saying on the show that, you know, his wife had texted him and said, hey, everybody's saying, you know, during the rain delay that the game's over. We won't play anymore, and this is a loss. And he said, no, that's not the case. You know, it'll be suspended. And, you know, and I was kind of wondering the same thing, how they handled that. So they, they suspended the game. But then I wasn't sure they could play all that baseball in one day if, if, if the conference would allow them to do that. But but they did, and they got it in. And uh, besides the fact that they didn't do anything against the pitcher in game two, they had a pretty good day. That they did. Bats came alive in game three of the series, Bailey, the long ball. And uh heard you talking about it josh moylan's home run to center field a mammoth shot and we saw jacob starling go deep jacob jenkins cowart hit one a moonshot and uh, everybody got into it in that eight to six win on uh saturday night but east carolina boy they needed it a great comeback to win that first game as you said shut out in game two 
Uh, and now they've got North Carolina and, and kind of crazy, Bailey, going for the season sweep over the Tar Heels. If they can get this one coming up on Wednesday, it'll be a 5 o'clock first pitch uh, ESPN Plus in Greenville, North Carolina at Clark LeClaire. So big one coming up without Trey Savage. East Carolina went with Zach Root to finish out the pitching rotation uh, for the series against Tulane. Now, you don't play Sunday and you don't play Tuesday, so maybe you get some extra rest for guys like Root and Hunter, but you got to think those guys, Sailor, it's going to be interesting to see what East Carolina does pitching-wise now with a man down in the starting rotation and you Savage. Yeah, and what, what Palumbo said today, he didn't say he was definitely coming back right away, but he, it, it sounds like that you Savage is trending toward getting back in the rotation, which would be good news. Uh, for East Carolina, obviously, but that would be on the weekend. Uh, yeah, they've got plenty of options coming up for the Carolina game, so it'll be interesting to see you know, who they decide to throw there. Maybe one of those Johnny Holstaff-type games, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens from there. But still, uh, you expect a huge crowd. Even though it's a 5 o'clock start, you expect a really nice crowd coming up on Wednesday. No doubt about that. And uh, I was talking to some guys yesterday. I didn't realize this, but North Carolina – Let's see. They do not play this weekend, Bailey, uh, due to, I guess, exams. So I assume they might, we might see some of their weekend guys throw a little bit. And, you know, maybe uh, they do play on Tuesday, but maybe we'll see some of their weekend guys since they get a little extra rest. Yeah, what do they got? They got Campbell on Tuesday. They got Campbell Tuesday, yeah. 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 That's a. That's a difficult assignment there. Then they got East Carolina after that. So you might see some of those guys. They they may use them in, in the roles of, of they usually throw a bullpen. If it's, if it's their bullpen day, maybe put them out there for an inning or two, depending on how many pitches they throw and that kind of thing. It's kind of a, a weird science, though, because they don't want to get them off track yeah. for the weekends. But, you know, as you said, they don't have a, a weekend series this weekend because of exams. Bailey, from a number standpoint right now, as we sit here this part of the season, East Carolina looking uh, right now at a record of 31-13. and 13. They are 9-6 and six in conference play. The RPI is sitting in the high 20s, I believe, and in the rankings, they're still top 16. They're 13 and 14 in the polls. So what numbers are you looking at, if any of them, right now when it comes to Hosting a regional, trying to to make sure you're a top sixteen, potentially going on a win streak, trying to get in the top eight. You know, is it RPI? Is it rankings? What what are the most important numbers in your opinion right now? I think I think RPI has a whole lot to do with it. The problem with the RPI is that the Americans not having a great year as far as their RPI as far as the league goes. So your RPI numbers are going to increase if you can beat a North Carolina. If you can beat an Old Dominion, if you can beat a Campbell, those are the three left on the schedule for non-conference games. And then you've got the three series coming up. So um, and I, I think they just got to go back to, to playing pirate baseball. I think we saw some, you know, we've, we've seen, so it's, it's been kind of a bumpy ride. You know, they had the nine-game winning streak and the four-game losing streak. And then, it, you know, you've, you've seen some flaws in the armor, but I still think they have a very good team, quality team. And as I talked to Coach Palumbo, again, it, it's almost like, we're all spoiled about hosting regionals. Teams just don't host regionals every year like East Carolina seems to. And they're still right on target to possibly do it again. But there's no shame in going to the NCAA tournament as a two-seed. And, you know, they, they knocked off Virginia the one year, and they were a three-seed in that tournament, I believe. Um, Bryant was the two, and they ended up going all the way 
and coming so close to Omaha with that team. So, you know, I, I think there's still a lot of baseball to be played. If they, they play pirate baseball, stick to what they know, you know, how to play and how to do it. And it just depends on, you know, how, how everything falls out later on. But, but I really, yeah, this team shows some, some, you know, just signs of true brilliance with some of the defensive plays and, you know, some of the pitch. The pitching's had a little bumpy ride of late, but uh, they had a great, great start to the conference schedule. And when I look at the conference, you know, you're telling me that Tulane is 13 and 31? Right. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought they looked like, you know, a team that could certainly compete for the league championship. But, you know, and Plumbo was saying that, that they've gone on the road and, and, you know, traveled a lot and, you know, taken their lumps early. But, yeah, I think they're going to knock off some teams down the stretch in their last three series as well. Yeah, AAC tournament uh, going to be up for grabs. And East Carolina, obviously, in a great spot to make it as an at-large this year. But for the other teams, they're going to be fighting for their postseason lives. So that's going to be an interesting one down in Clearwater this year, Bailey. They certainly will. And that, like you said, it looks like it's going to be a one-bid you know, league unless somebody pulls an upset and East Carolina gets in with whoever the American champion is if, if they – they pull that upset, so yeah, it's just it's really a really a wild baseball season, and it's so funny because you think when you're in February, you think 56 games, man, that's a long season, and all of a sudden now we're in May 1st. You can see the end the ends coming up pretty quickly. Brian Bailey joining us, Bailey, you owe me a hundred fake pirate radio bucks because you lost your bet uh, last week. That I thought about it. <laughs> the time I was watching the draft. I was thinking about you know, the over under you gave me was one and a half. And I, I just thought, well, I know I really thought Keaton had the best chance, and yeah. I really thought Holton was up there. And I even thought that there's a possibility one of these other guys, you know, somebody may take a flyer, take a chance on somebody else. But you know, I heard Ryan Jones might, you know, might get a chance and get drafted. But uh, luckily, they're all you know signed free agent deals. But to have you know, be completely shut out. But glad for Holton. Had a chance to talk to him today. Uh, that's at the first part of our show that's uh, going to be replayed tonight at six o'clock. But uh, glad to see he's he's fired up and happy and ready to go to Seattle. And it's a great opportunity for him. I mean, there's, right now there's just three quarterbacks in, in that in that program in that team, and see what he can do. And I think if that's the case, he'll get to play a lot in the preseason. Well, I'd like to take a little bit of credit for this, Bailey. Last week, Marcus Crandall and I talked to Kerry Joseph, who is the assistant quarterbacks coach with the Seahawks. And I asked Kerry Joseph uh, what he knew about Holt Nailers and said, you know, he, he knows the name. He said he was on a memo to check this quarterback out, which I'm sure there's like, uh, you know, 300 quarterbacks on that list or whatever. But uh, check this guy out, you know, just in case we add him to the roster. And sure enough, a few days later, it is the Seahawks uh, that do come a calling for Holden Naylor. So I just found that interesting. Obviously, I was joking about the credit thing, but Marcus Crandall and I did talk to their assistant quarterbacks coach about Holden Naylor's just last Thursday on the show. And I think I, I heard you uh, overheard you talking about this, Bailey. As far as Holden goes, and we'll uh, hopefully talk to Holden this week and, and Morgan later this week, but was Seattle in the cards, like heading into the draft? Did he have a lot of talks with the Seahawks? I'll tell you the exact quote that Holton gave me. I think either Holton or Morgan. I talked to both of them today. I can't remember which one said it. But they said of all the NFL teams, if he ranked them of where he thought, based on how many conversations he had with that particular team, that Seattle would be dead last. I, <laughs> they didn't talk at all. 
I feel like that happens a lot, right, Bailey, where we've asked these guys, like, who'd you talk to going into it? And they'll always say, well, th- this team that got me, I didn't even talk to them at all. Uh, so that it, it's weird how it happens that way. Yeah, it looks like the Chargers might draft uh, Holden at one point. And they went with the quarterback from TCU uh, near the very end of the draft. I think that was the one you know, one spot that, that Holton might have gotten in as far as the draft goes. Uh, so, you know, that happened. But, but yeah, it, it was it was fascinating that, that you know, of all the teams, and he talked to a bunch of teams, and, and it was – that took part to me was fascinating too, that, you know, these guys would text him and call him and, you know, talk and this and that. And, and, and I guess, you know, in, in a way it's good that you can talk to as many teams as possible because – you know, you go to Seattle and say you have a really good preseason, but they decide to do something else quarterback-wise. Well, you know, somebody else may pick you up. Right. I think that, you know, any, you know, none of these guys stick, you know, forever with these teams. And so, and if he goes to the practice squad, other teams can pick him up. They need somebody. So, I think you just, you just have to get a chance. You just have to have a chance and go show what you can do. And that's what Holton says he's done all of his life, and he's looking forward to it. Brian Bailey joining us, uh, his high school and college teammate C.J. Johnson uh, out there as well, Bailey. I mean, can't write this script, although someday somebody might write this script about these guys uh, playing together as kids and now as adults uh, in training camp together with uh, our mini camps with the Seattle Seahawks, rookie camps anyway. Uh, but how about C.J. Johnson joining his buddy out there? Yeah, and that's, you know, that's crazy as well. And, you know, you're just glad for these guys to get a chance. But uh, for CJ, it's got to be a comforting factor for both of those guys. Yeah. He's so far away from home. And, and so far, you know, they played football together at Conley. They go up the road five miles to play college ball at East Carolina. And now they're going, you know, thousands and thousands of miles away to play pro ball. But they'll have each other to kind of fall back on and see if, you know, if they can both stick. BB, we uh, will talk to Ryan Jones coming up Tuesday on the show about signing a deal with the Giants. Noah Henderson will join us on the show coming up on Thursday as he uh, joins Bill's Mafia. And uh, I think Noah's uh, the kind of guy that could stick, Bailey. Uh, it was great to see him work through his injuries and become a everyday, every game reliable player for ECU. He's got the talent. Uh, it was just a matter of if his you know back would hold up and everything. But I think uh, I think Noah's got a chance to make it. Yeah, I think so too. He's a great guy. Again, you just like to see these guys get a, get an opportunity, get a chance. If that back can hold up, he certainly has a chance to make that roster. And then, of course, Keaton Mitchell with the Baltimore Ravens, where you were shocked uh, that he was not drafted. But uh, I don't know these guys. You know, the the numbers say that they won't make it. You know, if you look at undrafted free agents, sure, there's a, a handful of stories every year, but the numbers are against them, so they're really going to have to shine. Keaton Mitchell is a guy with his speed, Bailey, that could certainly shine uh, amongst others. Well, I think, you know, when you look at it, you know, these guys have got to shine, unless you're a quarterback. If you're a quarterback, it's kind of a numbers game. And if you, if you have five quarterbacks in camp, you know, you got to play better than numbers five and four. Get yourself in the three spot, yeah. the two spot, go from there. But these other guys, they have to excel on special teams. And you got to think Keaton Mitchell's got a chance for sure to start. You know, to, to get a chance right away. And start. he may be the guy that you know has a preseason that that just stuns. He's got speed that I don't think people even understand. And I think that once he gets out there and shows them that speed, I think he's got a real shot. <laughs> 
Brian Bailey joining us. Mentioned earlier that Cam Hayes and Callum Richard officially signed with ECU basketball. So the transfer Hayes from LSU, Richard, the high school big man. So Mike Schwartz continuing to add talent. And I had a question on uh, YouTube from Eric. And I read a little bit about this, Bailey. Maybe you got more details or info for me. Uh, but Eric said, Clip, what are your thoughts on the Minji's improvements that were announced at the BOT meeting? Uh, he said, are they Section 213 approved? I don't know if they're going to affect Section 213 much. Uh, but how about that, Bailey? What Do you know what all that entails with basketball? I had heard that there was going to be some kind of improvements, but that's the most specific that I saw, the same thing you guys saw. Yeah. It's, it's, really, it, it's, it's really, I remember the last time they put lights on in Minji's and they had to adjust them because they were so bright and in certain spots, guys were you know couldn't see. They, they look up, so they had to adjust them and, and try to get them you know where they were right. But I think the LEDs will really come, you know, move them into the next century kind of thing. And uh, being able to turn them on and off. We remember the night that Bam out of bio was at the game. When the yep. kids went out. So you know they, maybe they won't have that happen again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, I think I think that'll be you know and you know teams do all this stuff with the pregame you know. With, with the introduction. Well, how about this year where they had to keep the lights on the second half of the season during intros, Bailey? Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah that's, that's one of the reasons you had to get the, the new lights in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hurricanes uh, moving on to round two, Bailey. Still don't know their opponent. Got a game seven tonight between the Devils and the Rangers, and we'll finally find out the opponent. And I guess, Bailey, will the Canes be playing on Wednesday? Do we know that yet? I don't think we know that yet. I don't think they've announced that. But the big story is Boston. With all those wins that they, you know, a record-setting season for the Bruins, and they get ousted in the first round uh, in overtime was just crazy that that even went to a Game 7. And then the Panthers trailed 3-2 in the third period. They got the equalizer, and then they beat them in overtime, and the Bruins are out. And that's just, if the Kings were healthy, they'd be the odds-on favorites to win the whole thing. Yeah. But that reminded me last night, Bailey, of USF losing in the women's AAC tournament, and it just opened everything up yeah. for all the other teams, uh, including the Hurricanes. And yes, game one of the series between the Canes and the Rangers or Devils will be on Wednesday. So we'll be watching that one out at Sports yep. Trivia at AJ's. That'll be fun coming up on Wednesday night. Rangers Devils game seven coming up tonight, eight o'clock on ESPN. All right, BB, good stuff. Uh, do we get everything? How are the Cubs doing this year? Give us a Cubs update. Well, okay. They got they got swept this weekend. Uh, Bill and I listened to them on the way back from Garner yesterday, and they got they got beat by the Marlins. They got swept by the Marlins. I think they're fourteen thirteen on the year, but they're still. Uh, they got they got a good good group. I like watching them play. I like the, uh, David Ross as a manager. And you didn't ask me about the Cowboys draft. Um. All right. Well, quick note: the Cubs. Good news: they play the Nationals tonight. Bad news: they face Mackenzie Gore. Who is three and one with a three ERA this year? So the Eastern North Carolina product is uh, pitching great. He'll face Bailey's Cubbies tonight. All right. Well, tell me how, how about them Cowboys? Did they get better? Well, I think they got better. Now I'll, I'll tell you, got better. The freaking Eagles, Bailey. The Eagles got better. <laughs> everybody got. Everybody was texting me that night because the Cowboys didn't take Nolan Smith, but and he just fell into the Eagles' laps. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about. It. I mean, he. Nolan Smith fell a whole lot of slots. It wasn't just Dallas that passed on him. A lot of teams passed on him. But, yeah, the Eagles got better. But they had some questionable picks later on that I didn't understand. But uh, I like the pick that Dallas made first because 
one thing Dallas could do is rush the quarterback. The one thing they couldn't do is stop the run. Yeah. Whoever you can put in there to stop the run, and they've signed you know, a couple of guys, and they get Mozzie, big Mozzie in there. So I hope they have a chance to maybe stop the run. And, you know, I, I, I am confident with Dan Quinn they'll be pretty good defensively. I'm not sure about the rest of that. Well, just an observation I made. Eagles, Giants, Cowboys all go defense early in the draft. And are teams that – are they that terrified of Sam Howell and what he can do? It may be. It may, that's what Kim Wallington always says. So that may be the, that may be the deal. Yeah. Oh, uh, may not be. We'll see. Bailey, enjoyed it, man. Have a great uh, week. What you got coming up, WNCT Channel 9? Anything to look forward to? Uh, we got a, a longer interview with Holton tonight at five he kind of talks about a whole lot of different topics so we're looking forward to that coming up pirate baseball obviously against north carolina five o'clock start on wednesday i think the lacrosse playoffs start this week baseball the last week of the regular season so a lot going on all right sounds good thank you bb enjoy it man all right buddy Never brian bailey joining us on pirate radio live we'll take a break come back you're ready to wrap up our number one Got the Players' Lounge coming up, presented by Delcor in Hour 2 and Hour 3 of today's show. We'll welcome in Garrett Saylor and Carter Spivey in just a little bit. If you have a question for the guys, you can get them in on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. If you have a question for Josh Gross, Garrett Saylor, or Carter Spivey. Stop the looting, stop the shooting. We'll be back after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Wood Ducks Baseball is back, and single-game tickets are now on sale. Get yours today by calling the front office at 252-643-5305. You can visit them online at woodducksbaseball.com to check out schedules for games, giveaways, theme nights, and post-game fireworks. The Wood Ducks hope to see you out at historic Granger Stadium all season long. Go Woodies. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, quick seg here, and we got to take our final break of the hour, and we'll get to... Garrett Saylor and Carter Spivey on the Delcor Players Lounge. Guys are in here ready to go because if you ain't early, you're late. And these guys uh, show up on time every week, so we appreciate that. Um, quick scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Thanks, Chandler. Uh, Braves up 9-7. A.J. Minner trying to close it down. Pete Alonzo up. No outs in the bottom of the ninth. Braves with a two-run lead. Martin Truex Jr. just won the NASCAR race that was postponed from Sunday. So Truex, a winner today on the NASCAR circuit. We'll keep you up to date on everything going on on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Where Chandler Honeycutt was hanging out this weekend watching. Uh, who was the dude you saw out there? Jake Sutton. Is that what you said? Turn the mic on, bro. Jake Sutton. Good deal. You busy? What you got? I thought oh. we had a little issue. Oh, a little issue? Yeah. You need a tissue? I might need one. All right. Well, we'll get you covered. Pete Alonzo goes down one out in the ninth inning at City Field. All right. Uh, Carter and Garrett, we'll, uh, we'll talk baseball with you in a moment. But while we're here on this little wrap-up segment 
for the hour uh, i offered you guys a water you said y'all were good yeah. just curious what kind of uh what's your go-to fluids like yeah uh, like uh you're not like uh are you soda guys are you like nah. gatorade Spivey's, water Spivey's not a soda guy i can't drink soda i'll drink uh water gatorade or or lemonade or it's like what do you drink with a meal tea uh, water I, lemonade I guess it depends on where I am if they don't have Pepsi products I'm gonna get a water okay but, like if they have Pepsi products I'm gonna get a Mountain Dew so none of you guys are tea guys I, I do like some sweet tea but uh, you prefer a Pep yeah, or a Mountain Dew yeah, yeah. All right. yeah Mountain Dew I might get some hate for this but I hate sweet tea that, I mean look yeah, that's I fine I can't stand it I think it tastes <laughs> yeah. awful how about unsweet tea nope you think it tastes awful awful I can't stand it yeah he's from the north I don't like coffee. Where are you from? Northern Virginia. I think that. I think <laughs> you, you got northern in the name. So. <laughs> We're from North Carolina, but yeah. the, right, no, you do. Too. <laughs> it's, it's south. It's it south. Is. Uh, yeah, that is a little crazy. I'd like to poll the uh, the team and see where you stand, Carter. If you're one of the few, that I does think all that. definitely, yeah. definitely one of an outlier. Moylan's uh, Maryland guy. Don't they cut off sweet tea at like Virginia? Like they probably have unsweet in Maryland or something. I don't I'm know. sure Moylan still likes sweet tea. Uh, by the way, we got to ask Moylan next week about his uncle getting some TV time for his cut off Moylan shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that on social media. I, he, uh, he was at the Houston series in that same cutoff uh, jersey, too. I saw Moylan's dad after the game, and the uncle who was on TV was like talking to somebody on their phone like they were doing an interview or something, and he was like, man, this guy's out of control. Like, he gets a little notoriety, and now he's doing interviews, and he's got the uh, red, white, and blue bandana. Like, it's a look. It's a whole yeah, thing. It's a look. So, We'll have to uh, ask Josh about that when he joins us next Monday on the Delcor Players Lounge. Two outs in the ninth. We'll take a break. Hopefully by the time we return, the Braves have wrapped this one up. When we return, we'll talk to Garrett Saylor and Carter Spivey. Pirates, winners this weekend, two out of three over Tulane. We will talk about that and look at the week ahead when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. I'm broke, but I'm happy. I'm poor, but I'm kind. I'm short, but I'm healthy. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Braves win 9-8 to over the Mets. Mets got a home run in the ninth inning from Eduardo Escobar. But Atlanta wins it 9-8 to on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. They will play one more coming up in just a little bit. Doubleheader today at City Field. All right, let's welcome in Carter Spivey and Garrett Saylor as part of the Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday. East Carolina coming off a series win. Guys, good to see you. How we doing? Doing good. Doing good. 
So, uh, bad news. We're going to need you at the ballpark for like 12 hours on Saturday. But good news, you get Sunday off. So, uh, a bit of a, a different weekend for you guys. But first of all, uh, what was Saturday like for you? It was a long day at Clark and Clare. Yeah, it was long. It was really, really <laughs> very, long. Very long. The, uh, the pitchers got there at around 9.30 Saturday morning, and we didn't leave till. 10 30 11 o'clock so yeah. we were there for about 13 hours yeah, saturday long, long it, was, it was a long day and you uh carter so you pitch on friday yeah and you know you're not gonna pitch on saturday so what were you doing all those hours uh well we had to pull the tarp off the field at 9 30 and then did our pregame meetings and whatever and then i got a, a lift in got some uh some treatment and then uh was a was a cheerleader for 21 innings of baseball uh, kept, and i kept a good shark too so good deal and uh man it's it's humbling right aac pitcher of the year last year friday starter and you still get to pull tarp oh yeah it keeps you humble that's right that's right <laughs> and, and we're fifth years right <laughs> exactly all right uh garrett you threw as well on friday and so you kind of thought i guess too that you might be done for the weekend as well or yeah well i knew i wasn't gonna obviously i couldn't pitch in that three inning game yeah um so i just kind of chilled out uh until then uh got my body loose after that game and was ready to go for game two and three uh we talked to Corey glore our old friend on friday and he said the two lane bats were starting to come around and you guys experienced that firsthand yeah. uh, they were uh-huh. they were swinging they were hitting this weekend especially the, the banks kid yeah he, it was an absolute menace all weekend uh but you know we'll start with you carter uh four and two thirds uh five runs on six hits you did strike out three so what went good for you and what were the negatives from your start um well to be honest with you there wasn't much that was good but uh you know it's it's a learning thing it's a learning process you know um the the highs and lows of a, of a season we've talked about this before but you, you can't get too high can't get too low right it's a long season and uh you know the past two weeks i would say as a team we haven't played our best baseball but um you know compared to this point last year we're light years ahead of, of where we were right so it's just important to keep everything in perspective but uh but yeah no personally looking back on it you know there was some uh you know lack of execution on my end that that led to them getting some some comfortable swings off and you know obviously the, the banks kid had a really good weekend too but um i think just lack of execution leaves some balls over the plate and they hit them garrett how about for you you're throwing strikes that's good news mm-hmm. three k's uh but the numbers go against you uh mm-hmm. with three earned runs on on four hits so how about you and then what you saw from tulane yeah um i mean that first inning i had started off with uh two strikeouts and that third guy came up uh found a hole um and then i just it was lack of execution uh that bank uh the bank's kid hit a hit a home run off me um and then come out the second inning just balls found holes again um and then i mean it is what it is it's baseball it's life um but be ready to go for the next outing yeah and the next outing uh could be coming up for you on wednesday as east carolina takes on north carolina so good news with no game sunday and no game tuesday mm-hmm. with trey savage out you you use zach root we see jake hunter uh on the game saturday night usually you see those guys midweek so now you get a couple of extra days in there hopefully arms will be ready to go for a big one against north carolina mm-hmm. yeah that's right <laughs> nothing to add to that I mean, I mean, uh, you'll be ready to go yeah, I'll, right? I'll be ready i'll be yeah. ready i mean yeah it's it's good having these uh 
these two off days uh, yesterday and today, and then we got practice tomorrow. But, um, yeah, our minds are set from North Carolina on Wednesday. We were talking earlier about the amount of robbed home runs for the Pirate defense this year. We saw a beauty from Lane Hoover on uh, mm-hmm. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. And he makes that play. That is at least four. Have you guys been counting this year? We had Barter or Carter Cunningham had one. Who's had two? Carter has two. He had one against UNC. Then both of them just have the home runs. Pitcher's best friend, right? Yeah. Bringing one back in the yard. Sure is. Sure is. (laughs) Take him out to dinner, right? Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I heard Coach O, he was talking time and time again uh, after the game Saturday night about Starling's play, I believe, in game one of the series. So uh, your defense this year, AMAC continues to make some web gems Mm -hmm. every freaking game, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, But the defense, solid as always for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. um, I mean, it's it's awesome having them behind us, gives us. uh, a little bit more confidence up there, relieve some pressure knowing that they're going to make the plays for us. So, yeah. Uh, Jeff Palumbo joined Brian Bailey earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. I'm curious, like, do you, when you work on fielding as a pitcher, is that Coach Knight? Is that Palumbo? Like, how, how much interaction do you have with Coach Palumbo as a pitcher? It's, uh, it's, a, it's a group effort. So, the way we do it, um, you know, sometimes we'll do just like some exclusive, like, individual kind of pitcher stuff out in the outfield. But when we're doing defense like as actual like part of practice it's usually split up into two fields we'll have a group on the game field group in the outfield and we'll be doing pfps bunt defenses whatever and coach p is part of that coach g aka it's kind of a a group effort and uh, i have commented on how you guys uh, just routinely make that play that ground ball to first where you cover the bag y'all Work on that, I guess, a lot because oh, yeah. it looks effortless. More, more, than, doing more than you would think. Yes. <laughs> a lot. That, that sprint over to first, you've made that a uh, hundred times or so. Yeah, you think? It's, more. It's, a, more. it's a habit now. Yeah. Good deal. Talking to Garrett Saylor, Carter Spipe. You got a question for the guys? You can get it in on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. And we've got a few that we are going to get to coming up in just a moment. So, coming off uh, a series win, and you, you needed that after the weekend in Wichita. So, how about the bounce back it kind of started against nc state right because that was i was saying this if you guys didn't get swept the previous weekend i think we would have looked at that state game like hey that was just a good college baseball game two good teams going at it but the fact that it was lost number four in a row was like hey what's going on here Mm -hmm. but you guys were in that game had a chance to win it tied at the end so did you i don't know could you gain any confidence from being in a game with a good team like that i think the this past weekend could have happened. I think it starts with the Wichita State weekend, actually. Um, so, obviously, we, we had a, a horrendous travel experience yeah. um, from going there. I don't know if you heard about that. but um, and We actually had a really good practice Friday night, probably one of our best of the year. And then we come out Saturday. It's a little colder, and you know we, we, we don't execute at a high enough level as a team. And they just seemed like they were way more aggressive. They wanted it more than we did. And... You know, I think from that, like we could, we learned a lot about ourselves. Um, and then we go on the road. What was it, Tuesday, mm-hmm. to uh, NC State? And honestly, I mean, it was it was a pretty good game all the way around. Yeah. Uh, we had one bad inning. We gave up five runs, but other than that, you know, we we kept them kept them off the board, and our offense just kind of you know came back one one run at a time and had the go-ahead run on first base in the ninth inning and you know seeing that after a tough weekend on the road is is it's actually it's pretty cool because you know you know uh, we're never out of the fight 
Um, we're in every game that we play in, and that kind of went into this weekend. We were down game one by I don't remember how many runs, and found a way to win. And then we lose game two, find a way to win game three. You know what I mean? And um, it's stuff like that. And, and Coach G actually sent us like a graphic as a, like to the whole team. We have like five or six come from behind wins when we're down by three or more runs this year, which yeah. is which is pretty cool. And I think that tells tells a lot uh, about what kind of team we got. No doubt. And I talked to Josh Moylan last week about the travel issues and. Uh, you the humans had an issue the equipment had an even bigger issue i guess but um how weird would that be uh garrett if like you had to play a game without your glove without your everything right like yeah you're missing everything so well, oh, we we didn't even have our uniforms like half the team didn't even have our uniforms um but yeah it, i wouldn't have liked that um but i mean it is what it is uh this is definitely the worst trip i've had in my five years of being here but second that yeah but um, I mean, it's over now. It's in the past, so we just uh, got to move forward from there. All right, we got some uh, Twitter questions to get to. We got a few from Jamie. I'll rattle off right here. This is a good one. Our, he says, "Are the current and former players a part of recruiting? Do they help recruit new players? Maybe talk to them." He says, "Especially guys like Burleson and Gavin. I don't know if you can speak to that, but you can speak to you guys. Do you?" When recruits, I guess, come on visits or anything like that, are you involved at all? I don't think we're allowed to be per mm. NCA, like unless it's like official visit official weekend, visit, right? Yeah. Like weekend to kind of like show them around, like the freshman can show them around. Um, but outside of that, I don't think we're supposed to be like contacting anybody because um, I think that's like tampering or illegal or whatever. But okay. you know, when, if they have like a recruit on campus, like obviously we can go up and like introduce ourselves and you know say hey and whatever, like be be nice guys to them. And but outside of that, we're not really allowed to do too much. When you guys were, did you come on visits here and meet guys on the current? Like who are your uh, your big brothers or whatever? <laughs> when you came uh so when i came on my unofficial visit it was in the summer and there was nobody here oh yeah it was just yeah, it was, it was me. me coach g and coach roselle yeah and then my official visit i actually had burley and cooch as my uh nice my my older guys that kind of showed me around yeah i had uh cole bevan and uh gavin were the people were the two guys that- good deal Man, I, I saw uh, pictures and saw uh, Cam Colmore in person mm-hmm. this weekend, but just tons of former Pirates hanging out. Oh, yeah. Always cool to see. Oh, yeah. And hopefully after your uh, playing days are over, you guys will do the same. Come Absolutely. hang out in the jungle. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. Throw a few back. <laughs> uh, Jamie says, uh, I'm sure they watch a lot of game film. Do they watch college teams, college baseball just for fun? Do you guys watch college? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Like every, yeah. every day at the house, mm-hmm. if we're not watching live games or watching highlights of games on YouTube yeah. or whatever. Do you watch that more than MLB? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, would, unless unless it's like a Braves game because Hoover's a huge Braves fan and loves yeah. to watch the Braves. We, we both we both live with with Hoover, so if if there's a Braves game on, we'll, we'll put that one on. Um, but yeah, as soon as we get home from doing anything, we'll put on college baseball. I saw this. This is brutal. Make sure Lane sees this. It says, "Happy birthday! If today is your 21st birthday, you can have a beer, knowing the Hornets." Haven't won a playoff series in your lifetime. Yeah, don't tell that to Hoover. What a stat. <laughs> that is brutal. Yeah, that is. That is I might just send that one to Lane myself. That's right. He's got the Braves. He's okay. Yeah, I know. He's got a winner there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do they ever pick up anything new for them to use or try from watching college or pro baseball? Mm, no. I mean, I guess, I mean, not really just because if we see like a, a certain pitch like a, we have no idea how they're throwing it 
Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't think we pick up anything from what we see. The only thing that I can think of is maybe from not necessarily from like games but like sometimes on like Twitter or whatever like there'll be like like a random post about like try this to increase hip mobility or something like it'll be like a stretch or something like, okay I'm gonna give something that a try or something. Yeah. I guess if you're changing something you'd rather it maybe be in the off season than right, yeah, in right. between starts right. or something so alright good stuff anybody else got a question you can get it in Facebook and YouTube got a knuckleball question for you guys when we return we'll get to that and more with Garrett Saylor and Carter Spivey East Carolina and North Carolina going at it this Wednesday we'll also look at the next uh conference series as well where you guys have another date with cincinnati we'll talk about that when we return pirate radio live on a delcor players lounge monday back with you after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? Well, ECU alums Scott Harris with Remax and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has the answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Got some questions coming in on Facebook and YouTube. You can get those in on Twitter as well for Carter Spivey and Garrett Saylor as part of the Delcor Players Lounge. Call 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com and you can talk to the service professionals. They'll help you out with your HVAC and plumbing needs. Delcor, the service professionals and sponsor of the Delcor Players Lounge. All right, um, let's talk strike zones. Brian Skipper says the strike zone by umpires from high school to college, are the zones tighter in college? I'll answer first. It seems like it varies from ump to ump and game to game. But now I'll ask the actual pitchers. Uh, what do you guys think about the zones you see day in, day out? To be honest, it's hard to remember what high school was like. That was yeah. six years ago. That was, whew, that's, yeah. I'm old. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, every umpire is a, is a, is a different zone. Um, some are bigger than others. Some are pitcher friendly, hitter friendly. It just kind of depends. And I guess you don't find out until the first inning. Yeah, until you start how the pitching it's going. To him, yeah. so, sometimes the zone will change throughout the game. Right. So it might get bigger. It might get sm- smaller. That's what will frustrate managers and pitchers, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And when Josh Moylan's up, the zone extends way outside, I've noticed. Seems yeah. like yeah. one time he had to draw a line, which uh, he uh, got in trouble for. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, I probably shouldn't have done that one. <laughs> no. But they're. Uh, have been some other cases uh, this year, it seems like, where he's been frustrated up there at the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, Gay is asking, can they explain the b- black wristbands they wear? It looks electronic. Tell us about the bands. Those are the uh, the sign 
the, the sign system thing, the uh, little watches. Basically, AK's got a little remote that he'll pit, or like click on a number, and each number corresponds to what pitch he wants us to throw. And mm-hmm. um, well, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Let's say you're up by like nine in the eighth inning or whatever. Um, you guys are old veterans on the team. Would you go to AK and say, hey, man, let me call pitches this inning? Oh, I've tried. Yeah, you Sp- have tried? Spivey, Spivey has tried, and AK will not let him. Oh, there man. was, when we played when we played at Elon earlier in the season, I guess the, the umpire was not having a good game, and uh, AK and Coach G almost got tossed out. And AK looked at me and goes, if I get thrown out of this game, you get to call pitches. So I, was like, so I was like, AK, I hope you don't get offended by this, but I hope you get thrown out so I can call the game. <laughs> the rest of the game, you're like, hey, you should argue that. Yeah, AK. that's literally what I was I was like, oh, you should, you should argue about that pitch right there. All right, so there's some breaking news. Uh, I always wondered, hey, if Austin Knight gets thrown out, who's the de facto pitching coach? Carter Spivey. Yep. If Spives gets tossed, you're probably next in line, Garrett. So. Yeah, I, I, would, I would hope so. What's the pecking order in that situation? Uh, All right, uh, let's see. Bubba is asking about the challenge of playing the same team six times. Well, it wasn't a challenge the first time around, but they know you, you know them. So how about facing an opponent like Cincinnati uh, six times in the regular season? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely hard, uh, but... I mean, I, we we know we understand uh, what they're going to give us. Um, I know they'll they'll be coming for re- revenge once we go there. And I mean, road games are never easy, so I know we're going to get their uh, their best blows. But I know a couple years ago we had to play them eight times because we had like the four game series. All oh, right, yeah. so that that was that was tough. But I mean, we're looking forward to it. I, it's usually in conference uh, teams are matched up, so. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to it. I was talking to Malcolm Gray yesterday, and he said, "Yeah, on paper, it looks like ECU should be able to go there and pick up some wins." But he said, from years past, uh, there's usually some high-scoring, fun games out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're uh, they can swing it. They're, yeah, they they love to hit home runs, and then on top of that, their field unless it's really cold, their field's kind of a boombox, so he hit <laughs> hit some homers. But um, but I think it's exciting to uh, to go back on the road, and as I know, a lot of people out there probably question our ability to win on the road so can prove, prove them wrong much better at home than on the road the records say this year and uh still time to certainly approve upon that starting this weekend when the pirates take on cincinnati after hopefully a smooth flight in yes, yes yes hopefully because yeah, that did numbers too well, uh, l- luckily uh cincinnati's not too far away so we'll be taking uh there'll be a bus that goes down on wednesday that'll pick us up from the airport on uh thursday so we'll have all of our gear all of our luggage all of a sudden you're paying more attention to stuff like that now right yeah you know, take it for granted uh, yeah. <laughs> at times all right mike says why after a cage the throws only go to first now instead of around the horn i think we got that from vanderbilt mm-hmm. if i remember because i think uh, what was it last it was last year last fall we had uh coach macias came here from vanderbilt ended up going to the the padres but um i guess he said that or actually i don't really, I don't really know the reason we just started <laughs> doing it when he got just here to get the ball back to us quicker make innings go by quicker i guess okay. um, all right good observation mike he's a baseball guy uh jared packed the jungle says ask each uh, how each of their mothers act while their sons are oh. pitching any stories over the years of their parents antics uh i know my mom 
when I'm pitching, she like throws in her earbuds and turns on music and like tries not like she doesn't watch she just like walks away i guess she can't the nerves right, right. yeah my mom has to has to be by herself too um dad usually sits in the jungle but mom mom's in the stands by herself dad's cooling it mom's stressing that's <laughs> <laughs> kind of the, the moral of the story there. i missed you two weeks ago uh garrett due to jury duty which mm-hmm. we talked about a moment ago but um i believe did you say your uh, mom was crying yeah, when yeah. You, well, you returned yeah i returned to the mound i got a standing ovation and then uh, my mom told me after the game she uh, she was brought to tears by it. That's awesome. I was glad I played a part in that by mm-hmm. announcing your name. Yeah. I tried to say it so she would cry. Yeah. Yeah, you made her cry. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. Mark's got a good question. First of all, yes or no, can you throw a decent knuckleball? No. No? Garrett? Um i really haven't tried i i used to in high school i could it wasn't bad but i could only throw a sidearm did you throw it in the game no i went, uh, when i was younger i was i was probably 10 11 years old um i convinced my travel ball coach to let me throw it in the game and i struck a kid out on it and me and the catcher got like so hyped that like we we met each other like halfway and <laughs> dapped each other up and my coach calls time and goes out there. He was like, "Hey, you, you can't do that." I said, "Yeah, sorry, probably shouldn't have." But that was like pure, genuine excitement, though. Yeah, right? no, like you was, weren't showing yes, up, anybody. No, it was just excitement. That's cool. Um, so yeah, okay. Well, there's the. I was gonna ask next. Have you used it in a game, Garrett? Yes, once. And uh, Spivey, no, can't throw one. I always wondered, and this is a case of a fat guy saying something like this. Like it's easier said than done. For pitchers that are past their prime, the velocity goes down, why not learn a knuckleball and stay in the league for another two years? Again, easier said than done. Yeah. What, what would be your answer to that question, though, that I just posed? Um, I'm, now I might have to try that. <laughs> there you uh, go. Play a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, R.A. Dickey was like 38 years old winning a Cy Young yeah. throwing a knuckleball. That's fair. Yeah, I might That's have to fair. try it. God, I remember Tim Wakefield the in the 90s uh with his ball and the braves couldn't touch him mm-hmm. all right something to think about not like this week though i don't want no. you guys to get in trouble <laughs> I'll and start think, i'll think about it when the season over. all right the one two from spivey is that a knuckleball it's yeah. hit high and deep yeah we don't oh, i didn't give him a home run well right? yeah That's i'm saying if you can't throw it and you start now it probably won't go well <laughs> no but uh something to work on in the off season mm-hmm. perhaps um, do you guys hear that there might be a Greenville uh, Summer League team coming, a Coastal Plains League team? In Greenville? Yeah, in 2024. I, I, I thought I, I might have heard something about that over the summer. Uh, what They'll play at Guy Smith? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did hear about that. That'd be nice. I think uh, the city of Greenville will love that. Where have you guys played? Did you go to Cape? Uh, no, I've only played summer ball once, and it was after my freshman year. I went to Ashboro okay. and played. But uh, I mean, were they the zookeepers at the time? No, they were the copperheads at the time. Okay, and then they, they after COVID, they changed the zoo zookeepers just because uh, the North Carolina Zoo is in Ashboro. Right. So yeah. They, they bought out uh the copperheads and changed their names. Um, but after that, COVID happened. Didn't play summer ball or junior or last year all right how about you car uh, i played up in bethesda my freshman year and then big train sh- yep big right. train yeah um surely great job reporting on the ecu summer kids because i know all the team names now big train that's how i knew that one yep. so yep. uh where else uh charlottesville that was 
not this past summer but two summers ago is that like is that fun baseball where there's not a ton of pressure you're yeah. you're kind of working on stuff but yeah. having fun playing i mean what was it like for you guys i think it's just a different environment you kind of get away from from you know team here and it's like you're around a different group of guys different coaches you kind of relax a little bit and yeah um, make some new friends and you know like you said you got to work some work on some things you can do that but i think it's mainly just to kind of get your work in and mm-hmm. you know meet some new people get some new advice whatever you need al told me to ask you guys about hoover's knuckleball hoover's got a really good knuckleball if uh if coach g would ever let him let him pitch that's this probably would be his his main pitch out of the bullpen <laughs> <laughs> all right i want to see that now uh, let's see. Any other questions for the guys? Uh, you a Skyline Chili fan? I, I never had it. That is a Cincinnati delicacy. They have it in the airport there, but yeah, I I've, I've, never, I've never had it. All right. Uh, let's see. Man, Jamie is firing them off. Uh, let's see. What made them want to come to ECU? What were the selling points? Things we uh, don't even think of or were aware of. Do you guys have any answers to that? I guess um, just the culture of what ECU baseball is, um, the fans. Um, I remember coming to a game one time, and um, it was—I think it was the first game I came to. They—they they walked it off, um, and just seeing like the fans go crazy is kind of was was my selling point of uh, just wanting to play in front of this atmosphere. And obviously, playing playing for Coach G was was. Um, was something i i wanted to do as well carter uh yeah for me it was there's two things uh one the fan base the the support of the the baseball program was was unlike anything i'd ever seen um and like that to me that that's that's what makes it fun when you play in front of a lot of people and they actually care about what's going on in the game and um i think that brings the best out of out of us as players and then uh, on top of that, I like the uh, like the family kind of atmosphere that the the baseball program has. Uh, another question from Jamie: MLB has gotten rid of the shifts. From a player perspective, would you rather have or not have shifts? I hate shifts. Yeah, I wish we. I mean, I understand. I think all pitchers. I, yeah, I, I understand the the purpose of it, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of them personally. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Pike says, "What would you name the new Greenville summer baseball team?" Garrett, Ooh. the Greenville blanks. Carter, what do y'all got? Mm-hmm. We had a ton of names. We were running over some names yesterday. The Apparently, there was an old team called the Greenies back in the day. What about the Buccaneers, something pirate related. Yeah, yeah. Greenville Bucks, Buccaneers. I like that. Yeah, keep it. I keep it pirate. Yeah. I don't know. Something fun though. Like I don't know. <laughs> What are, what are we what are we known for in Greenville? Sup dogs. Sup dogs. Yeah, the the yeah. Greenville sup dogs. Yeah, Greenville <laughs> sup dogs. <laughs> nah, Greenville dogs, and I don't know. Uh, what are, what? There was a lot of like Greenville Q, like barbecue, like Greenville yeah. uh, something barbecue related. Mm-hmm. Golden leaves for the tobacco heritage. So somebody brought up uh, the G Vegas Gamblers. All right, yeah. Instead of it doesn't have to be Greenville. It could be uh, G Vegas Gamblers. Ooh, I kind of like that. Oh, but gambling yeah. is illegal and would not yeah. be. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tommy says Greenville Green Sox. Green Sox. I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll think tank it. Uh, yeah, we'll let you guys. Up, oh, we got more. 
Oh, More questions. <laughs> bring them on. Bring them on. Jansen says, if y'all could attempt to strike out any batter, past or present, who would it be? Past or present or past and present? Past. Nice. Well, you can go both. He said past or present. Okay. Or present. If I could try to strike out presently, I'd probably go Mike Trout just because he's the best player in, in, the big, in the game right now. And then past. Barry Bonds. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm Barry Bonds. Going Barry Bonds. To be different, I'm going to go Babe Ruth. I, I, I feel like you could strike up Babe Ruth. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way Babe Ruth was no. facing guys throwing 90-plus miles an hour. That's right. You would be the best pitcher he ever faced. Right, yes. that's what I'm saying. Yes. And then I can say I struck out Babe Ruth. Yes. <laughs> All right, who's your current guy, uh, Garrett? Ooh, um, since Spies went trout, I'm going to go Otani. Just because I think one. he's... All right, so if we play the Angels... Y'all got us, your guy. Give us the ball. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Johnny says Greenville sup sauce. All right, fair enough. The Greenville corn sticks from Irving. Corn sticks. What is a corn stick? You guys, <laughs> <laughs> have you had Parker's barbecue here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, those little like. Yeah. Okay. The, well, there's hush puppies. Right. And then, and then the long then, ones yeah, are the corn sticks. That's yeah. what I like the corn sticks personally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's different. Carter seems to not be a corn stick guy. Yeah. I like hush puppies. They but. need to do it some food related. I think it's it'd be it'd be funny. I think the mascot would be funny too. I just want a cool hat, man. Yeah. Give me a cool, mm-hmm. cool logo, graphic. Cool what hat. color would you do though? Well, what does, color it, would you does make it have team? to be green? No. Maybe you go away. From yeah. <laughs> no, I think you have to. Maybe green, green and another color. Yeah, green and purple. Wait, Maybe. is that mm. what's the dash? They're purple. They're purple and black. Okay, and yeah. I feel like purple doesn't really go with green. It doesn't. Yeah, but that that's but let's what get would wild. Make it a sun- yeah, that's what would make you it a summer team. Green and yellow. You ever seen the uh like the A's? You ever like the um New Orleans Pelicans wear the Mardi Gras uniforms yeah. and they're like purple and green and, yeah. and I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like that's like a New Orleans thing. Maybe, maybe we, we can pull it off in ground <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> no. All right, fellas. Got uh, North Carolina coming up on Wednesday, five o'clock. Gonna be another awesome crowd. Saturday had a regional like environment just because of the length of the day like you're in those long yes. days where you're playing multiple games mm-hmm. uh but wednesday should be a uh, fun atmosphere for you yeah, guys absolutely. Should, be, uh, should be a good crowd out there um hopefully the weather's nice i'm sure it will be um but looking forward to seeing all the fans out of out of the stadium all right um as we wrap it up you watch anything on tv other than sports these days oh i just started the blacklist and i i am hooked really i got got him onto that one i uh i feel like i watched a couple back in the day and kind of let it go maybe i should get back into it that's good it's real blacklist did i see like the final seasons coming out or something yeah i believe i saw season season 10's coming out soon or something like that all right blacklist it is let's uh thank you guys yep delcor players lounge garrett sailor carter spivey joining us here in the pirate radio studios thank you all y'all for your questions as well that was fun uh, we'll take a break. As we do, I'll let you know. You can call 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com for the service professionals at Delcor. Take a timeout. Come back. Get ready to wrap up Hour 2. Josh Groves joins us at 5 o'clock. More to go after this. With black hair, dancer, and she dances while her father plays guitar. She's suddenly beautiful, and we all want something beautiful. Wish I was beautiful. So come dance, dance down through the morning. Hey, changes are free. 
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial pro- uh, projects, maintenance of facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Yeah, this is BS, Shirley. What? You're playing this song. A few days after, by eight-tenths of a second, Brandon Manning said Macy Gray before I could. Speaking of name that sound, I ran into one Bryce Williams over the weekend Dang. at a local establishment in the in the Ville. Shirley, how you doing? Yep, how you doing, Shirley? It, he hollered that across the way. <laughs> because Shirley! Shirley! Hey. Shirley! Uh, because I was at the salad bar and I didn't know he was sitting across the way and he yelled out my name. Mm, I love a salad bar. Yeah, I was getting a salad to go because I did not feel like uh, grabbing dinner, uh, cooking dinner. But anyway, uh, he um, he and I were talking or whatever, and I said, you know what? I said, I was telling him about. It might have been Thursday because we were talking about name that sound, and I told him that uh, maybe we'll do like a um, a short edition of name that sound for bryce like a bryce only yeah like okay. a, a bryce themed tomorrow yeah okay it'll just be one round but you know i think that'll be kind of fun to do all right if i i'll think of a uh, one or two to add to that yeah yeah do you yeah. have them ready already or no no okay. no i mean i have one sound in mind but then i was gonna go you know a couple others too so we got so many old interviews we've done this before with bryce actually where i played uh old interviews from old pirates like his teammates and he had to name who it was yeah yeah i want to throw one of those in there okay that sounds good that'd be good all right uh they're playing baseball again in city field at city field braves and mets game two of the double header and they are just underway and ronald acuna reached first somehow i do not know how but uh, atlanta has one on in the first inning no score they won game one of that series nine to eight or game one of that double header i should say nine to eight earlier on the buccaneer music hall school board presented by the buck the buck Mm, that was tough to get out for some reason i know uh while we are here let's look at what's going on tonight rangers and devils game seven i watched hockey last night because basketball was done for the day they had uh nicks losing to the heat early in the day and then after that steph curry went nuts and the Warriors beat the Kings, and there was no hoops on last night. So I was looking for something, and I watched the Boston Bruins lose. They are donezo, which opens things up in the Eastern Conference. Also saw the Kraken beat the Avalanche in an upset in Game 7. Tonight, Game 7 in New Jersey. It'll be the Rangers and the Devils. Winner moves on to face the Hurricanes coming up on Wednesday. We'll talk Canes hockey coming up Tuesday and preview that series with Wade Minter, PA announcer 
for the Carolina Hurricanes. Coming up tonight in the association, it'll be the Sixers and Celtics, game one, 7.30 on TNT. After that, game two in Denver as the Nuggets hold a one nothing series lead over the Sun. So some great series coming up. Chandler, you said uh, Warriors and Lakers will be interesting. Yeah. I like all these. We got some uh, some good semis to watch. Yeah, very excited. I like how these matchups are kind of unfolding in the playoffs for the NBA. And uh, I, I usually I tell myself once the NBA you know, playoff season's here, I'm going to watch it I'm from day one to the NBA finals, whatever. <clears throat> um, but this year I just – I didn't – watch it as much as i wanted to in the first round but i feel like i say that every year but it's around the semifinals and the conference finals when these matchups really start to form and uh i think i'm going to start especially with the warriors and uh the lakers uh, so i mean let you think back to those days with lebron and and steph and those finals years uh going at it so you'll, we'll get a chance to see that again coming up here soon uh jamie says he watched the first episode of jury duty on clips recommendation i'd watch the next episode so does that mean you're going to to stay with it it's really good it's funny i think i'm gonna watch that he should it's really the guy reminds me of patrick mason a little bit okay <laughs> see see if you under if you know what i'm talking about all right uh he's, a, he's just a tall nice guy and uh he so basically it is a it's a show that is presented as a documentary on the life of an american juror somebody that has to go to jury duty like brandon manning and i did a couple weeks ago but everybody is an actor the plaintiff the uh, defendant the lawyers the judge all other members of the jury except one person and he does not know that everybody else is an actor and it's ridiculous it's funny and uh like i said in my original tweet restores a little faith in humanity so i think it's a great show all right and it's on what now it's on a service called freebie which uh i have a roku so i just added downloaded that app for free and then watch jury duty for free do you stream how do you watch your tv hulu and what do you like so what do you do you have like have a, xbox okay uh, you might can get the app that i just way. got pluto tv not too long ago that's free and i guess that's kind of like the same deal yeah freebie. just get the freebie app okay add that and boom you're ready to watch all right let's go and let me know i'm gonna be actually doing something trendy now i've thought about the, the like if you go to youtube there's a million people it's it's kind of annoying it's all fake at this point now but people like reacting to old music reacting to movies and they say it's their first time watching i mm-hmm. uh, don't know how genuine that is but i thought about chandler it'd be fun to make a reaction channel with you because i am I, i'm very in tune in tune with pop culture maybe not currently as much but like from 1993 to 2010 maybe but anyway like introducing you to things that are pretty common and popular in pop culture that you just never saw never witnessed yeah that's a good idea like um this week for the umpteenth time i started re-watching the office again did you ever watch the office 
You never watch The Office. Every, every, <laughs> that is insane bits, to me. Bits and pieces. <laughs> but so, like, I have so, to admit, I've never watched it either. That is crazy. I, mean, I obviously would not know what The Office is. Yeah. And I know some of the most famous memes and stuff from it. But yeah. like, I, no, I, religiously, I did not watch it. But uh, just stuff like that. You've never seen you know, Game of Thrones. I tried watching it. I got through about a season and a half of it really you gave up and i gave up (laughs) i just realized i remember thinking man i I haven't watched the episode in like a couple weeks and i'm like i'm not starting it over so (laughs) i just quit watching it all right fair enough this is you know not everything is for everyone oh i take that back i i did watch one episode of the office it was one episode one episode it was the episode where they they took a a staff trip to the beach oh yeah that's that's the one i did see i did i did watch, i watched one too just one and it was when they played basketball in the uh yeah they played basketball in the warehouse I'll kevin's play. got a sweet jay all right there you go so uh, maybe we'll do that in the future chandler i'll introduce you to the world i think people would really enjoy that and my and my reaction would be genuine <laughs> yeah. yeah i wouldn't be putting on a front you know yeah what was that one movie that uh it was something from the 80s but it was a classic it was one of like one of the classic movies and you said you was it steel magnolias you said you'd never seen before well i mean i've i've heard of it but i don't know if i i might have watched it like when it was on tv when i was a kid but i haven't i'm trying to remember there was one movie that i remember him saying that he had never watched and i kind of looked at him i was like what um way back in the day when i was an intern and troy was still had his live at five show I had I made the mistake of saying that I'd never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and Troy Dreyfus legit got mad at me, and basically told me that that I needed to go home and watch it, and that that was my homework. Did you? No. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't do your homework now. I didn't expect you to do it before. You're not a homework guy. Nope, no. not a homework guy. I was guy. in school because I had to do it. But <laughs> why do you feel the need you don't need to do it here? Because I'm not in school. You're at a job. Uh, life is school. You're getting, it teaches you lessons every day. You're getting paid to do homework, which, by the way, we don't have anything ready for tomorrow. We don't have a topic for our LRB no segment. homework. I was thinking of, uh, I might do my own and just bring in some stuff, some facts for you guys on the cities we're going to play in. Maybe I'll do a little bit of my own homework. Okay. All right, cool. All right, let's take a break. Do it in the form of trivia. Like, st- like name like of this city that yes. we're going to play in yeah. is the home of the largest ball of yarn alright something okay. like that I like doing trivia I like yeah. making trivia questions uh, Who? What, what city would that be I don't we know. were using it as we an were, example it was Chandler. just an example Jesus <laughs> this guy I was, curi- I was curious you know the phrase like I don't know what I'm going to do with you I really don't know what i'm gonna do with you you know the phrase you can't take him anywhere yeah tank can't take him anywhere well let's take a break <laughs> josh Groves joins us break? hour <laughs> three of pirate radio live we'll go back inside the delcor players lounge if you have a question for josh you can get that in via facebook youtube or twitter we already got a bunch, and uh, you, we will add yours to the list. In fact, we'll let you cut in line in front of Shirley like we're at an equipment Woo! sale. <laughs> Flashbacks. Oh, that is not nice. <laughs> Back with you. Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere at Carolina Caliber. They have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. And Clip, I was just uh, looking at Twitter as we were heading back into the show, and I just saw something that... Uh, it's going to be very interesting, and it's a story I think we're going to need to watch here, uh, is it may be impacting a lot of uh, area students, especially uh, high school athletes. The North Carolina High School Athletic Association's Board of Directors will be considering a proposal during its meeting this week that would open the door for high school athletes in the state to participate in NIL activities effective July of this year. So we're going to keep an eye on that. All right. Get paid, young men and women. Where was uh, this in 1993? Yeah, That's all I'm asking. I was not going to be impacted, but maybe you would, Shirley, <laughs> since you were a good athlete. I don't think they were giving was anything an okay to the uh, Conley freshman team second baseman who played half a year before uh, breaking his thumb. Um, Josh Gross could have been impacted by high school NIL, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Josh, uh, if you... I don't know if you could sign to nil with anyone any business what business would most represent you and your likes and interests what are you into i mean i, I don't even know <laughs> you're just chilling i'm just here to be here <laughs> you're just here man he is here and he's joining us today on the delcor players lounge east carolina coming off a series win over tulane but Josh, uh, you were bummed out because your performance did not go the way you wanted it to go on Saturday, right? No, actually, quite the opposite. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what went wrong, in your opinion? Uh, just I don't know. I thought my stuff wasn't great. I thought um, I had nothing to really, to really beat anybody with. Missed, wasn't wasn't sharp on my location, so I was missing a bunch of spots, and that's never a good sign. And I don't know. I, I look at it as just uh, something to turn the page on and and uh, kind of learn from, but forget about it. Let's talk. And, uh, yeah. Let's talk stuff because you said uh, when we were coming back on, you had great stuff against Wichita State. Mm-hmm. What is uh, now? Why do you say that compared to not having it on Saturday? What was the difference? Uh, you know, I don't really know why. Why some days you have it and some days you don't. <clears throat> but stuff is just like how how you're pitches are playing so like if your fastball has good life up in the zone or if you're a, a spin rate guy it'll have life down in the zone and sink and if you're a sinker guy it means your off-speed stuff um you know just has a lot of movement and, and you gotta get feel for it that day so i just didn't feel like i had good enough stuff on on saturday to uh to really do my job and i i tried to you know obviously i gave up five runs so um, it's tough when we're, we're every game right now is a must-win game. So it's you know when when someone's not on, it's just time to pass the ball to the next guy. 
so and uh we did (laughs) yeah and i asked you you know nothing to be concerned about no you're feeling good you're like you're just gonna bounce back and throw a gym this week right that would be great yeah that's the plan (laughs) uh when east carolina takes on cincinnati before that north carolina coming up on wednesday so what was the day like for you on saturday i think carter said the pitchers got there like 9 30 or whatever or like what so what was your uh, whole day like yeah so we had tarpaul at 9 30 so we, the pitchers got there for that and then um i think the meal was at 10 30 so i think i went home for like maybe 20 minutes and then they came back but obviously we had to continue the first game and i was starting the second game so um i wasn't in the dugout at all for the for the resuming of the first game i was getting treatment and getting right. ready to go so i was actually in the indoor stretching and doing some stuff the normal stuff you'd be doing right like before start yeah there was enough time then there that it felt like i had enough time to do everything i needed to do and i had i, I told garrett to go run and tell me every half inning what was going on just so i kind of knew what the timeline looked like um but so then after that after the first game after i pitched in the second game i was um just hanging out in the dugout the third game all right uh that was the uh that was a long day it was a regional like day for kind of us in the box just being there for so long yeah and uh pirates were able to escape with the win the first game and then the second uh the third game of that series uh found the long ball once again bats got going bats got cranking it was a lot of fun on saturday night uh another robbed home run shirley can we hear the sports center description of the lane hoover home run rob here we go all right, college baseball to Lane, East Carolina, and Brennan Lambert flies one to left field. Lane Hoover comes from center. Wow. Oh, Lane. Wow. 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 <laughs> oh, my goodness. Josh, when I was growing up, being on Sports Center was the ultimate. It was like the coolest thing ever. Now, like everybody's got a video, and like you've been on video. You're, is it still like the coolest thing ever? Like to I be mean, on the I, top ten? I would love to be on Sports Center. So yeah. okay, it still has. I, I wasn't happy I was on Sports Center for the reason I was on there yesterday. I mean, yeah, yesterday or two days ago, uh, Hoover was awesome. But like, <laughs> that ball's an inch a home run. I, I don't want to be on Sports Center for that. But uh, no, I'm sure. For, I'm sure you know Hoover's pretty fired up about that. I don't know how you can't be excited about being on a top ten play. I remember last year in Clearwater, whenever we had that play with Bryson from center field throwing the guy out, and oh yeah, double play at second and then home. That was like four and four and six or something on Sports Center the same day, the same game. That is at least uh, the guys were counting them earlier. At least four we could come up with, maybe more legit robbed home runs this year yeah. by the defense. That's incredible. Yeah, Carter had one, and then Hoove had won the same game, I think. Yep. And then obviously yesterday on Sunday or Saturday, and then uh, um, Chandler was thinking maybe Jenkins Coward or Riley Johnson. Riley's definitely had one. Yeah. I mean, so that dude makes unbelievable plays. It's uh, it's incredible to see that many in one year uh, for the same defense, but it's been awesome to see. Josh Groves joining us. If you've got a question, you can get it in Facebook, YouTube. We've got a bunch of them. we got some on Twitter as well that we will get to. So, Josh, uh, North Carolina coming up this week, trying to beat those guys for the third time. Should be a fun atmosphere, mm-hmm. I would assume, coming up on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, I think, I think um, it's going to be a, a regional-type atmosphere. Um, kind of like it was at State when they came here for a midweek, and then kind of like I thought that with the atmosphere that weekend when we played UNC was pretty great. So I'm hoping that uh, we get a good crowd there on Wednesday. 
and then this weekend cincinnati again and someone asked earlier what are the difficulties of facing a team like that again you've seen them one time you you had their number the first time around so is it difficult seeing those guys again it's good you know their tendencies but they obviously know yours as well right yeah i don't know i mean there's so much video footage out there for pitchers and hitters that you know it seems like everyone's always got a pretty good idea of what each pitcher or hitter is supposed to look like so um you know they're they're always a scrappy team when they play us they always give us a a good fight and um we expect to go in there and and uh have some pretty close ball games josh uh, said hey let's let's watch this texas tcu game you're telling me about the game yesterday so obviously you're keeping up with it somebody that asked earlier to carter and garrett if they watch college baseball when they're away from it it sounds like you do yeah I, i love to i know my house it's always on in my house and um I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where just from playing summer ball and uh, well, just playing college baseball, you know, you know, you know, players, some players personally on other teams, you know, of guys. And so it's kind of fun to watch your peers um, on TV and, uh, you know, kind of keep up with how everyone else is doing. Does Texas like leave a bad taste in your mouth? I mean, yeah, I can't stand Texas, but yeah, yeah. All right, I'm not gonna probably ever root for Texas. Sounds good to me. I'm on board. Uh, It was crazy. You weren't probably following what was going on outside of it, but like, I I made a joke about them singing the song or whatever. No, no. Okay, here's what happened. I didn't throw the first stone, so they were singing the eyes of Texas or whatever, and ECU fans were doing a purple gold chant. And the amount of offense taken by Texas fans online, they basically made it sound like we were screaming during the national anthem or something. Yeah, like it was it, the amount of uh, the, that they think they are above everybody is unreal. I could not believe it. Like yeah. we kind of grew up in the shadow of North Carolina, Chapel right. Hill, and I think Texas is four times that. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I mean I think that uh, well, I mean, there was this video that was floating around before they played us in that super. Their coach was complaining about the jungle and how it's like oh yeah a trashy environment and. And I was like, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure all your players are excited to play in that environment. Yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of weird. It's fun. Right. Makes it fun. All right. Josh Groves joining us here. Uh, you can get in a question if you got one. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Got a lot of uh, listener questions to get to. And we'll do that and talk more with Josh Groves when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Delcor Players Lounge Monday. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients of Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. It was uh, 
talking to Josh about some of the football players that got free agent contracts coming up Tuesday. We'll talk to Ryan Jones, former ECU tight end, as he signed a deal with the Giants. Noah Henderson will join us coming up Thursday as he uh, joined the Buffalo Bills. So we'll talk to those guys and try to get the others on as well. Talk to your guy, uh, Dave K. Dave. A couple of weeks ago. <laughs> awesome. We went a whole hour with Dave. We could have gone longer. And we said we got to have him back in. You got to have uh, that guy on here. Just uh, just an awesome guy. Just oh, all around. He's he's all time. He's a, he's a good dude. Big fan of uh, the Pirate Baseball team as well. I yeah. asked him what sport uh i think somebody actually asked what sport he enjoys or follows the most and he had to have a tie because he has uh he has a tie to the women's lacrosse team yeah so he I, had I guess to... he has to say that <laughs> yeah. for, for a public record <laughs> so uh but he was awesome in fact we do watch alongs around here we're gonna get dave k in for an ecu baseball watch along so we'll watch a game uh, on youtube cool. with with That'd dave cool. and have him commentating all right uh josh Groves joining us josh you made a comment earlier about hey every game's must win now and is that because winning is a lot more fun than losing or does it have something to do too with we want to host you know we want to be here for postseason you know why is every game must win right now for you guys um, it just feels like you know one of our one of our goals every season is to win the conference or the, the regular season's conference championship and um you know, right now we're obviously not in first place in the conference. So, um, as far as conference games go, I mean, we got to treat every game like it's it's the last game of the year to get that kind of uh, result we want. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that going forward, like, kind of had our we we hit our low patch for the season the last last three weeks and or really two weeks, and um, I think we're we're hitting our. We're hitting our stride here, and um, you know, once we get on a roll, it's better to get hot right now and in the beginning of May than uh, you know to get into slums in the middle of May. So uh, I think I think we we're treating every game like that just to uh, just to get, make sure we get the most out of everybody. The home road split is is crazy to look at. <laughs> Record wise, twenty six and three at home, five and nine on the road, five and ten overall away from Clark LeClaire. And then our guy Johnny Stats, Johnny Robertson, uh, gave us the averages last week that you guys are hitting uh, in the like three twenties at home and like two teens on the road. Like it's just yeah. it's crazy. And I asked Josh Mullen about it last week and he did say something to the effect of energy and how the crowd energizes you guys at home and then on the road you have to manufacture that yourself and sometimes it's difficult to do and i don't know we're trying to put a finger on it any way we can but right. it uh it's a pretty dramatic split from home and, and yeah no and it's something that we, we've, we've talked about all year and uh i mean he's right um it's it feels like an energy thing and it's kind of sad that uh it feels like we can't create our own, our own energy at sometimes earlier in the season on the road we we needed to have uh, our fan base behind us in order to um, show up with some with some good energy but um going forward i mean i think you asked me if it's because we hate losing i think everyone's pretty tired of that that uh that statistic of being of not playing well on the road and uh it's time for us to flip a switch so that starts uh this weekend at yeah. cincinnati coming up wednesday josh uh how cool would it be to get three from the tar heels in the regular season that'd be big that'd be really big that'd be that'd be great and um you know like i said on the same note we're going to have a packed house on Wednesday. So, uh, you know, I think if nobody was there, we'd still have energy to play that game. So, um, you know, it should be it should be a good game on Wednesday. All right. If you got a question in for Josh, you can get it in on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. We had one Josh-specific question today 
from uh, Noah Stop. Do you know that name? <laughs> I do. I went to high school with Noah. He said, ask Gross to tell the story of his playoff homer in high school where he got called out rounding third. It's quite the story. I think I might have already said. I think you have. I, think yeah. I might have already told this story, but yeah, yeah, I hit a home run in the second round of playoffs, and it was like the sixth inning, so obviously it wasn't a walk-off, but it gave us the lead, and I, I took my helmet off rounding third and threw it as high as I could in the air, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other team got pissed at me and so their their head coach was throwing a fit about it and uh they went in the, there's not it's not even in the rule book but they they said that that was illegal and my run didn't count so so then it was like bogus. the top of the seventh inning and because my run didn't count we we're only up by one and it was like bases loaded nobody out and i was just thinking to myself like if i if we don't win this game because of that i'm gonna be really upset <laughs> did you win we did win. all right good Josh Gross, we have talked about what you would do if you hit a walk-off home run in college, and you, uh, you hit one in high school through the helmet. Well, Where'd the helmet go? It wasn't even a walk-off. No, nah, yeah. like, <laughs> Where'd the helmet go? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Did you do a George Brett situation? Is it George Brett? Uh, Kansas City Royals. So George Brett hit a home run, and they said that it had too much pine tar on it. Have you seen that? And he charges out from the He's dugout. He's in the dugout. And they have to like hold him back and yeah. grab his jersey and stuff. I don't think I'll I've pull seen that, that up real quick. But uh, no, I was just like I hit one of these. I was like, oh god. <laughs> uh, I, love, I just pictured you throwing your helmet. I got a video there. of it actually. Oh <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got a. Can video. you like send it to? Uh, yeah, let me try and find to me song. or somebody. Uh, so um, let me go in here. I'm gonna pull up the George Brett while you're doing that. Josh Gross, legendary uh, BP hitter <laughs> for ECU, and uh, used to drop bombs in high school. Apparently, well, how many home I, runs did you hit in high school? One, but didn't count. I got called back. That they, one? They called that a triple because I rounded third and then took it off. So that was your one. That was the only one. Dang. All right, here's they Brett. called it a triple. Well, yeah, because he got to third but didn't score. So Brett hits the home run. It's a bomb. Now they look at his bat and watch when they call him out. I was wondering if this would be you in that situation. So they're looking at the bat, looking at the bat. Brett's like, man, y'all better not. Y'all, y'all better chill. That's a home run. All right. Now they go do this uh, where the pine tar is on the plate or whatever. I'm they never measure, measure it. it. Yeah. They pick it up. They're looking at it. This is at Yankee Stadium. And here he goes. The ump is going to look at Brett and call him out. <laughs> and then he goes ballistic. <laughs> and <laughs> one of the all time great I think if dives. I had a home run in the big leagues, I'd probably do the same thing if we got called back. All right, I'm going to send you this right here. All right. We got to get this out there. Josh Gross, I can't wait to see the helmet toss. <laughs> That's good stuff. All right, good story. Thank, hey, Noah, tell us more Gross high school stories. No, I'm Noah, not. you're good. Don't, don't share anymore. <laughs> Um, so let's see. We talked about playing Cincinnati so many times. Mike asked earlier, and Carter and Garrett started to have a reason for it, but then kind of faded. So they said, uh, why after K's the throws go to first now instead of around the horn? Um, so that we started doing that last year, and it was a Dave Macias, Coach Macias said at Vanderbilt they did that. And we, our explanation was it was just a way to keep the tempo as fast as we could. So strike out, get the ball right back to the pitcher, and and uh, take as, as much time as we can on defense. So if that's a shaving off 15 seconds for every strikeout, then that was a, a win for us. Do you have any good stories, Josh, about your, your family? Uh, Jared from Pack the Jungle, how do their mothers act when uh, their sons are pitching? Like any 
any uh your family members act a little crazy or nervous while you're on the mound i'm sure it's more nervous than crazy i mean they're probably just hoping that i uh that i do well and uh i mean obviously i don't think they'd want to they don't want to see me do poorly so um they're probably on the edge of their seat and uh just hoping for good things just uh you want to see somebody kind of crazy look at josh while he's pitching you're talking to yourself yeah i I, have a conversation yeah i just i have my own conversations with myself i talk about my favorite movies and and um you know whatever's on your mind my own best friend (laughs) uh good question from mark can you throw a knuckleball? No. Ah. No, my brother could throw a pretty good one. Like, we just from, from us playing catch. I can never throw one. Jake, yeah. Jake Hunter can throw a pretty good one. Okay. H- hadn't thrown in the game. I'm I assuming. think he was thrown in a, in a bullpen at one point in the fall or maybe last year, but it was it was so hard to catch that uh, it was almost, like, dangerous for the catcher to try and catch it because you just have no idea where. Like, have you, have you ever watched videos of people throwing knuckleballs? I mean, like, from the 80s or whatever? Yeah. And, like, the catcher, like, you just have no idea where it's going to go. Yeah, it's all so. over the place. Uh, Garrett told a story <clears throat> a little bit similar to your high school story. He said in a travel ball game, he threw one, struck a guy out. Him and the catcher kind of met halfway to celebrate, and then the coach called time and was like, "Hey, you can't do that." Like there wasn't there wasn't the last out of the inning or the game or anything. Wait, he they was were celebrating because like, he struck somebody out with a knuckleball. Yeah, how old was he? He said travel ball. You can get on. Let's hope he was like twelve. I, don't <laughs> think, I feel like Garrett has enough feel to not do that in the middle of an inning. Hey, it was a cool knuckleball, Just man. Time out and gave your catcher a high five, and then go yeah. right back out. There you go. Uh, Jamie says, "Does Josh hate shifts?" Uh, that's kind of a, a weird question. Um, Every pitcher hates the shift, seemingly. Yeah, but pitchers, yeah, exactly. So I, you know, it's frustrating when uh, when the shift's on and and the ball doesn't go your way. But when it does go your way, you love it. So you know, I'll say of, this: nobody talks about the shift when it works. When there's a ground ball to short and the shortstop's right. not there, then everybody talks about it. So yeah, no, I mean, that's you know, when when things aren't going your way as a whole when you're on the mound, like you know, just whatever. Whatever it is, and those small details kind of tick you off a little more. But um, yeah. like like I said, when it works, it's great. Um, when it doesn't work, you you just wonder why it was even on. But obviously, you know it's kind of a you just kind of play the odds there. Yeah, uh, Jamie says, do you ever pick up anything that you see from a college pitcher, or a pro pitcher, to add to your repertoire? Um, as far as like pitches, no, I don't like see someone throw a pitch on TV. I'm like, well, I want to throw that. I mean, I think everyone, everyone has has their own stuff, and every all, all their pitches are pretty unique to just how their body works and how they have how they, they release the baseball and all those kind of metrics. So uh, obviously, like you admire how some people throw stuff, and you try and try and figure out what they do. But I don't ever like I, I would never just implement a pitch because I saw someone throw it on TV one day. How about as far like Carter said the same thing you just said but said maybe he'll see something on a training method or like a, a routine like anything yeah, like for that sure. I mean, little... if you hear guys, if you hear big league guys or anybody that's good at it talk about what they throw and why they throw it and like how they throw it i mean you'd be kind of stupid not to kind of ask yourself like how do i maybe get those same results like right. if, if i'm watching jacob Degrom slider at 90 miles an hour get a lot of swing and misses like you're going to want to know why it does that but um yeah, you kind of just got to <clears throat> figure out what works for you and uh, and tweak it off of that. 
all right so uh greenville could potentially be getting a coastal plains league team a summer league team here in 2024 that. um that'd be awesome first of all well the the question is what would you name the greenville baseball team oh gosh while that's going through your brain though how about your your summer days where did you uh play summer ball in your career I love summer ball just to start off with. Like, if there was a summer ball team here, I would have wanted to come here in a heartbeat. But I played my freshman year, I played uh, on the big train in Bethesda as part of the Cal Ripken League. And then last year was like the greatest summer of my life. It was, it was unbelievable. I, I was in Newport, Rhode Island um, with the Newport Goals in the New England Collegiate League. And um, it was just an unbelievable experience. I mean, it was just. I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it was the, it was a very very nice area. I got to travel all over New England. My host parents were unbelievable. My roommate, uh, I think I told you, was from Bryant, mm-hmm. and uh, we became we became very very close. Awesome. And, uh, it was I don't know. It was all around just a, just a great experience. But if if the team comes here, I don't know what they, what we would name it. I mean, you can't name it the Pirates. That's kind of stupid. I feel like. Yeah, was, Carter said something pirate related, maybe Buccaneers or something. If you want to go that route, yeah, the bucket or like t- something with like the Tar River, I guess. I don't know. Tar Buccaneers would be cool. Tar cats, like the tar river, dogs, like the river rats or something. I don't know. Yeah, the tar dogs. <laughs> Say tar pirates. We're spitballing here. <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't want tar like black beards. I don't even know. Tar heels. Yeah, so river, river something. Fan. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. You can name it like Bob's or something. What's that know. now? Like a, you can name it like a bar. I don't know. Like what's like unique to Greenville? Yeah, like, well, we've had some sup dogs mentioned. Yeah, like so the, like yeah, the doggies, the Greenville Crush, <laughs> the crushes. Yeah, the sup crushes. Yeah, something like cool. that. All right, uh, let's see. Other questions. Where did all the questions? Oh yeah, they're on uh, over here. Oh, I think we asked them all. All right, if you got anything else for Josh before we let him get out of here, uh, let me know and I will pass that along. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> what is this? Tell us about the time when you played baseball and your dog got in the way. That is from Valerie Manley Rose. She said that. <laughs> Do you remember that story? Yeah, my uh, well, my dog loves to play fetch, and so um, when we were in North Carolina, our house, we had a really big front yard. So my brother and I would would probably play catch like every day, just as far as we could. And um, we would have the dog like kind of play monkey in the middle. So it would like if you if I had the ball in my hand, he would run towards me, and then I'd throw it to my brother. And my brother, like the dog was in the middle, like of the two of us, he was waiting to see where the ball was going. And my brother threw it to me, but he underthrew it, and it hit my dog right in the face. Ooh. And he started whining, or I mean, he was crying. He wasn't whining, he was crying, and his eye like swelled shut. Oh, and, uh, no. Yeah, we think that, that kind of. Well, his vision's fine, but, you know, that might have made him a little slow. I don't know. For whatever reason, when something happens to an animal, it's, like, worse than when something happens to a human. I guess because they're, like, innocent in it all. Right. I don't know. But, like, I, it seems like when um, something happens to a dog, we have a bigger – it has a bigger effect on us than when it happens to a person. I don't know. It's just – I don't know. Maybe the way I feel. Speaking of things happening to a human, how's uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward doing? <laughs> I think he's doing great. <laughs> hey, he had a big fly. Yeah. He's been playing. Yeah, he um man. He got a he got a cup, so that's good. Start wearing that thing pretty permanently. <laughs> good to hear. Got a tailor made. Yeah. Got, which is nice. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's a rough one. Yeah. You ever had anything like that? God no. Like not to that I degree, hope, obviously. Right. Um, we've all had that that shot and for a second like your gut, like it hurts you there. Right. And, you just kind of bend over and wait for it to go away. 
yeah. but man no i've never I've that never was an extreme anything. example i've never seen anything like that before but uh i hope i never have to do that either go through that no nah, <laughs> we don't wish that upon our worst enemy how about uh this trey doing all right you think he'll make it back at some point yeah he's doing good he um He's been he's been feeling really well. He probably probably he probably pitched this weekend if I had to guess. And you said you're in fine shape and everything, but I did. So North Carolina's not playing this weekend. Do you think should we have like a bye week in baseball, like a weekend off for you guys, or if if you could pick the schedule, would you choose to do that, or you like pitching every week? I kind of like. I mean, you kind of stay on a good routine. Yeah, it probably you know I'm sure some of the uh, position players would tell you that that week off would probably do their their, their bodies wonders, right. but um. I know pitchers are very routine based and a week off might kind of throw a damper in that but uh i don't know i mean is the, i guess it was an all-star break in the big leagues but yeah um yeah i don't know i don't know yeah i mean unless you're having like arm issues are you do you feel worn down like when you're playing in a regional or super regional or you're still like i mean you're still in the moment you don't but when right. those games end i mean it's just that time of the year where it's you know the body is more fatigued than it has been, but uh, I know. Like I remember the week, the day after the we lost the super regional, Mike and my arm was just like, "All right, you're good. <laughs> you, you can use a few days off." Ah, uh, we had Gay. We answered this earlier, but uh, she asked to explain the black wristband they wear, the electronic wristband. Oh That's, yeah, it's just like a sign card. So yeah. just a number pops up, and it'll just say like, you know, like four is outside fastball. So do you kind of miss like signs? Like I don't know uh you know i don't know once i haven't really thought about that i kind of like i hated the sign card the sign card was a nightmare because you get three signs and have to follow like a spreadsheet to look at like an excel spreadsheet to look at what to throw but um the the watches definitely make the game go pretty quick so um and you're a pace guy right so yeah i think i think most guys are like to work at a good tempo good deal all right josh uh thanks for joining us man yeah thanks for having me anything uh you're watching outside of sports on tv these yeah days? i started watching the night agent you ever heard of that um i watched that that's yeah, the one where it's he's like 10 episodes he called there he's in the room right like call. the phone rings yeah, yeah that was pretty wild like yeah. it just kept getting crazier and yeah crazier. so i'm almost done with that and then uh moylan last night started watching this show called the mayor of kingstown uh, heard of that? I've heard of it, have not watched well, it. Well, I like was just kind of catching little bits and pieces of the first episode, and uh, it looked unbelievable. So I'll probably start that. Okay. Next. All right. I have, I need to, I guess, start that one. Uh, good stuff. Josh, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Yeah. Like I said, thanks for having me. I love this uh, week. Yep. Should be a good weekend. Good weekend overall. Yes, sir. Uh, Shirley, let's make somebody a winner and open up the booty bag here on a Monday. <laughs> Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250. We'll get your week started off right and your month started off right. It's a new month, so everyone eligible to win. Shirley, what are we giving away today? Lunch for two at Tiebreakers. That sounds awesome. I was at Tiebreakers yesterday watching a little Warriors and kings and hanging out having a good time you can enjoy some lunch there if your caller number eight caller eight three one seven twelve fifty we're back with more pirate radio live after this
are listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club. Or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. And congratulations to Jackie Hutcherson of Winterville. Picked up lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. And it's the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at, at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Uh, so I saw the video of uh, Josh Groves. We were talking about how he hit a home run through his helmet after rounding third. It, it looks like your typical walk-off home run helmet toss. Like It wasn't that bad. Oh, he totally got robbed. To the fact that they didn't let him score is an outrage. But I'll see if we can get that out. The video is not the greatest, but uh, you can clearly see him toss the helmet where it lands, his team celebrating. And the fact they didn't give him that run is uh, it's crazy. That game should be under protest, even though they won it. But uh, justice for Josh. Start the hashtag. For his only home run that actually turned into a triple they didn't let him score because he tossed his helmet all right uh right now by the way tcu just wrapped up a victory over texas in college baseball mets up one nothing on the braves ronald acuna jr was hit uh to begin game two and exited the game so uh it was hit like on the upper back part of the shoulder after having a big uh game in game one but he is out right now in the Braves trying to find some offense. This game is flying by. They're in the fifth inning. The Mets have three hits and a run. Braves one hit and no runs so far. On the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Jalen, what's up? What's up, Clip? How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. What's new? Oh, I, I meant to say can't complain. Oh, yeah. That is one of my go-tos. Uh, I, I'm a big can't complain guy. My natural reaction is just good. How are you? I always I, I, I answer and ask the question right back. Say, hey, now the ball's in your court. You tell me how you are. I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing You're great. it right back. Yeah, I'm great. How are you? I, I'm doing. I'm doing great. How are you? So you go. Uh, can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah. Can't complain. Shirley, what's your response to how you doing? Um, I'm doing all right. How are you? And then if they respond, you know, uh, I did actually say this morning, someone asked me, good morning, how are you? I said, I'm doing all right, can't complain, and kept on walking. Girl. So, I, it varies. Man, I'm on a hot streak for holding doors, too, speaking of which. I, just a lot of good door holding going on lately. I have, a- yeah, I, you know what? I, now that I think about it, it's been a while since I've had to say, you're welcome. Been a while. Um, have you said what's the no worries what's the thing of course of course <laughs> of course have y'all noticed any of courses since nah. i brought it up uh, no, no. It, it's not if it, it it i'm sure it's ha- it's happened it just never registered of but, course 
Of course. You know another saying that I say when people say, how are you doing? Here it is. Living the dream. <laughs> Chandler is an old soul. I am. That, like, I really am. Living just, the dream. Just living the dream. Uh, that's not bad. Do you ever... Do you ever mix up the question of how you doing? Do you go like, how's it hanging? How's it shaking? No, no I never. Do you that. never branch out how's to those? Nah. Okay. How, or say, how we doing? How we doing? Yeah. How, how are we doing? How yeah. we doing? How's your mom and them? How's your mom and them? How's your mama doing? How's your daddy doing? I guess I'm a big what's up guy. It kind of depends on the age of the person I'm talking to. Uh-huh. If it's a friend of mine or something, what's up? And then all of a sudden, you know, people might say, hey, how you doing? I can't complain. How about you? And then sometimes I might not even ask it back, which is kind of bad. But also... It sounds like you're not a big ask, ask it back guy, which is fine. That but, person asking you don't really care how you're doing. And I might, I might say, how are the folks? Yeah. How, how's, your folk, how's your folks doing? <laughs> yeah, to people you know, not to strangers. Nah. Like to Jack Dover. If Jack Dover uh, approaches you, says how you doing and you say can't complain you wouldn't ask him how his folks are doing nah, I wouldn't. unless you're trying to make a bend over joke <laughs> to which in that case maybe you should ask him yeah specifically how his folks i'm sure are doing. he hasn't heard that before yeah all right uh so tonight you got nhl and nba playoffs going on pirates uh boy josh was really trying to get me to the game on wednesday so maybe we'll have to go there for are you gonna go to sports trivia or are you gonna be at baseball we'll see the game's at five these games have been going by very quick. About on the oh yeah, you can hit it uh, after post game. Mm-hmm. Come watch the Canes. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably go to uh, AJ's afterwards, and but I'll have to do some you know editing and posting on our social media accounts. By the way, you can follow us at PR nine two seven FM, and you can find all the comments after. Uh, hopefully, an ECU win on Wednesday against Carolina. I might even uh, postpone the start time a little bit. What? How about you do that? Like eight fifteen, eight twenty. I like 820. Yeah. To get people, uh, if they want to go to the baseball game, can still start uh, the first round of sports trivia. Oh, uh, Jansen's got a good one. Ask me how I'm doing, and I'm going to be Jansen. All right. Hey, how you doing? Better than I deserve. Hey, amen. (laughs) Okay. All right. Jansen, not bad, not bad. Um, Eric says... All right, I'm going to be Eric. Ask me how I'm doing. Hey, how you doing? I can complain. And then he says he proceeds to complain until they walk away. (laughs) That's a good way to get out of a conversation that you don't want to be in. I think that is, that's a good way to make people realize they really don't care how how you are doing. You know what I mean? Like we ask the question as another way to say, hey, basically. Yeah. Now, I have used the phrase, every day above ground is a good day. Yeah. Amen, sister. So, <laughs> I, I have thrown that out once in a while. Another just classic kind of southern Oh, yeah, that's definitely a southern phrase. Thing. A lot of people say, uh, like, how you doing? Hey, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I'm still here. Still alive, still kicking. Still trucking. Joe, let me tell you what Joe hates say uh thank you to me chandler oh thank you no problem Ooh, 
He's a big no uh, problem I'm, I'm hater. Gu- I'm guilty with. I'm guilty of that. Joe says hate no problem after saying thank you. Why? <laughs> Why does it matter, Joe? At least they're responding to you. I mean, uh, how I would you feel if you said thank you? And the person never responds to you. To me, that's worse. Or, I'm a big no problem guy, especially through text. Oh, like yeah. If somebody definitely, says yeah, thanks yeah, through text, yeah. I'll definitely just hit him with a no problem. If you hit Joe with a text, no problem, he might block your number. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> All right. Hit me again with the thank you. Hey, uh, thank you so much. Major problem. <laughs> <laughs> Huge problem. Mega problem. <laughs> All right, Joe. I'll tell you this, man. Because I... I look out for folks and their, I don't know, pet peeves and things like that. If I know you personally don't like that, I would say you're welcome to you. I would not, uh, unless I didn't like you. And then I'd hit you with the biggest no problem you've ever had in your life. No problem. No problem. No problemo. Say you're welcome to Joe, folks. All right, let's take our final break. When we return, we'll get ready to wrap things up here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Been a fun one with the guys on the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll set up uh, some of our guests and shows for later this week when we return after this. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Why she looks so sad in photographs, I absolutely love her when she smiles. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report for today. The Dow was down 46 points, closed at 34,051. The NASDAQ was down 13 points and finished at 12,212. And the S&P was only down a point at 4,167. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, my daughter asked me to pick up some special k chocolate chip cookie dough protein meal bars and told me she wants a personal pan pizza for dinner she said can you get me these please i said i can and i will and she said thank you how should i respond oh no (laughs) No problem problem. should i go no problem or should i go of course no you gotta wait should i say all of them wait 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 of course no problem what is your normal response when you text i would probably you're welcome okay so then you got to go different i used to uh, i would say of course and see if she said gifts of course comma no problem of course comma of course no problem should i send an emoji sure why not which one the poop Uh, emoji (laughs) all right poop emoji (laughs) i like the one where you're is grinning and all you see is teeth that's my favorite one of course no problem poop emoji sent 
I cannot wait to see what she says. She's not going to respond. She's just like going to get a headache from rolling her eyes at me. When I get home, she's going to need some <laughs> Tylenol. For from the, rolling her eyes that hard? Yes, from the eye roll that she's doing now until I arrive home. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. It's like you can hear the eye roll. <laughs> All right, coming up Tuesday on Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to Ryan Jones, former ECU tight end. Signed with the Giants. Also, Wade Mentor will preview Carolina Hurricanes versus fill in the blank if you're listening to our replay you know who the canes will be playing if you're listening to our live edition you don't so i'll do a version for each one wade mentor will preview the canes and the rangers coming up wednesday night all right take two wade mentor will be previewing the canes and the devils coming up on wednesday night got that for you on tuesday's power radio live For Shirley Rhodes, the man of Chan, I am Clip Rock. We'll talk to you fine folks Tuesday, 3 o'clock on an all-new edition of PRL. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.